Exactly. 1001 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. May the third. Who we got on uh, later on? Oh, we got Geldy again. Oh, oh. Geldy at two. Eric Reed, the voice of the heat, who talks through his teeth. How about those heat last night, huh? They pulled it out. Why, were they losing? Uh, for, uh, for a little bit there, yeah. No, I don't pay any attention to that crap. I see the Marlins lost again last night in yeah, front of 6,000. 6,652 announced, and of course the excuse being, well, uh, the Heat were playing at home last night before a sellout crowd. Of course, what was the excuse the night before that when the Heat weren't playing at home away or uh, in between? 6,652, and another blown lead as the uh, Marlins continue losing and losing. We want that stadium back. Quite a little Barry Jackass. Now, yesterday Barry writes that things are looking real good for that new Hialeah deal and the new stadium. And then today he writes that they're looking at several sites in San Antonio. and They're playing this little dog and pony game. The only problem being, David, that nobody cares. Don't you understand? Nobody cares. You put a bunch of little leaguers out there in the field and pretend it's Major League Baseball, and they're, what, 6-17 and 17 now? That is correct. Would that be the correct number, 6-17? and 17? Well, that's, that's pathetic. I think they may have even surpassed Kansas City. I could be wrong about that for the worst record in all the major leagues. But if not, they're right in, there, right, right in the toilet with them. They're on the way. <laughs> they're on the way, all right. 6-17, and 17, holy moly, they can't win a fixed game. 6,652. But at any rate, they want to get too sports intensive because they get this audience really, really upset. As a matter of fact, Sports Talk Radio, i got a big announcement for you. Uh, across the street, they're going to go to Chinese Melodies starting next Monday. And we're going to be, uh, <laughs> what? Something with a bigger audience, is that what you're saying? And we're going to be doing 20-hour transmitter maintenance and still get a bigger number than we did yesterday. Boy, that was really... Although Clarence says that... Here's the take from management. Oh, we're fine. That's what Clarence said. Have no fear. Everything's under control. Is that what he said? Have no fear. No, actually, you're actually queer. I'll tell you what he said before the show this morning. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, well, what does that mean? And he said... That's what he said. Here's the poll from yesterday. How did Illegal Alien Day on Monday affect your ass? Not at all. 11, we had 1,623 votes. For those who keep track, keep the stats, not at all, 1,160. Much less traffic, 270. In other words, keep doing it. I spent extra money just out of spite just to piss off those beaners, 79. I hate this poll, 37. Didn't go to work, 29. Didn't go shopping, 18. Do you go shopping? 
Did yeah, open that business 16. Worst traffic, 11. Those must be the people at Homestead or the people in the areas where they're like all the protesters and the flag wavers waving our Mexican and Argentinian and uh, what was it we found yesterday? Oh, uh, Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan flags, those blue and white ones. And didn't go to school, three. Well, you wouldn't learn much anyway. That's, that's a great story somebody faxed, and I'll get to that in a minute. One thing about American education, man, it's an oxymoron. All these kids, that could, they couldn't find their ass with both hands. That's the most exciting part of the whole of that study. They keep doing these studies, and they find out that uh, Americans are dumb, especially American kids. They don't know what, they, they know what the hell's going on. Somebody died, though, somebody very well-known, even though George and Josh have no idea who it was. We were talking just yesterday about those powdered wigs like George Washington used to wear and Tom right. Jefferson mm -hmm. and our founding fathers. You know, maybe that's why we got all these problems today. Our founding fathers used to wear powdered wigs. That could be. I think James Madison wore a powdered wig as well. What was that powder made of? Ask Whitney. She'll tell you. Ask Daryl. Longtime TV host Louis Rukeyser, dead at 73. Oh, my gosh. Louis Rukeyser, best-selling author, columnist, lecturer, and TV host who delivered pun-filled, common-sense commentary on complicated business and economic news, died yesterday. He was 73. He didn't look a day over 100. Rukeyser died at his home in Greenwich after a long battle with multiple myeloma, a rare bone marrow cancer, said his brother, Bud Rukeyser. This Bud's for you. As host of Wall Street Week with Louis Rukeyser on Pubic TV from 1970 until 2002, and they canned his ass because he was getting to be older than a fossil, Rukeyser took a wry approach to the ups and downs in the marketplace and urged guests to avoid jargon. He brought finance and economics to ordinary viewers and investors, was rewarded with the largest audience in the history of financial journalism, even bigger than Lou Dobbs when he was on CNBC, which I bet you didn't even know he was on CNBC. No, of course, if I watched CNBC. Before, on the gambling channel, before he became your big hero. He brings to the tube... Tube! A blend of warmth, wit, irreverence, thrusting intellect, and large doses of charm, plus the credibility of a Walter Cronkite money magazine wrote in a cover story. Rukeyser also won numerous awards and honors, including a citation by Peephole Magazine as the only, and this, is, this may be the funniest line I've read in my lifetime. A citation by People Magazine is the only sex symbol of the dismal science of economics. He was about as sexy as a dog turd. As a matter of fact, I've seen some, well, I don't want to get too uh, graphic, yeah. get into it too deeply, but if he was sexy, man, I'd like to know the people who uh, found him. Of course, People Magazine, they have a difficult time finding out who's sexy and who's not. And you'll notice I'd even waste my money going out and buying that Friday no, edition no, no, of People no. Magazine with the 100 hottest people, yeah, most beautiful people in the world. They're just full of crap. Right. Stay I think mind. somebody pays to be on that list. I mean, next, the... next they'll be putting the beast in there, who, by the way, is a chronic troublemaker and the Schmidt disturber. I told you that a long time ago. Yeah, his boyfriend, Robert. Well, well, we like that. What? We like that he's a Well, maybe anyway. you like it. I don't know. I mean, it's part, it goes with the territory. It fits right in. Running around the building, waddling around this morning, announcing that the management yesterday uh, wasn't all that disappointed with the ratings because uh, it's not important that we succeed, but that the guys across the street fail even worse, and they certainly did. And also, uh, they expected it to be a lot worse. How it could have been worse beats the hell out of me. If you missed the ratings yesterday, believe me, you don't want to know. I guess they could have been negative. Ours weren't that bad. No. Huh? Were they up or down? I don't even know. Yesterday was a blur to me. Was it really? Yeah. Well, I could I could play a fart sound, but that'd probably be the end of us. <laughs> no, that that would sum it up in, in one sound. Oh, sorry, a little raspberry slipped right out. How a little one once once in a while. Oh, you got out. that squeaky leather chair there. Yeah. Slip it out. Eight hundred what? Huh? Eight hundred eleven <laughs> votes. Well, sometimes you can't control what's happening with your body, like with my bad neck. Anybody out there got a bad neck? Maybe I need yeah. a neck brace. Maybe got a t -t -t tumor. My mom has a bad neck. Does she really? Sorry, yesterday. Well, ever since her accident. Oh, I haven't had no accident. 
I, I still think it's part of the because it's neck and shoulder and um, neck and shoulder. You ever wash your hair out here with that neck and shoulders? Just this morning. But anyway, I think uh, it's from the uh, playing all those machines right. on. I think it's too much of that. It's like it's it's comparable to carpal tunnel syndrome that mm. people get from from tapping on computers uh, hour after hour, day after day, and they wind up with that carpal tunnel syndrome. Right. And sometimes they get those real bad gnarled hands. You know, maybe I'll have a gnarled neck. Sounds gnarly. But I just uh, I don't know. I have no idea. In fact, maybe this this is the end, my friend. I don't know. Probably ain't nothing. Ain't much to do about anything. Sure is a pain in the neck, though. 819 votes on today's poll already. Well, I think we might make a 1,000, Josh. This probably uh, be very important for your bonus. Oh, yeah? Well, no, Josh Cordes had it written. He was very clever. He had it written into his bonus that for every day we get a 1,000 votes or more during the show on the poll, he gets an extra 1,000 bucks. Isn't that what it says? I'd be a very happy man. Yeah. Then, then you'd really be pushing the audience, man. You'd be Right now you'd be screaming, get on there and vote. You'd be just wild. But, of course, since uh, there's nothing, in fact, you don't have a contract. Now, how's your deal coming? They finally s- s- firm that all up? Yes, they did. Did they really? I mean, it hasn't started yet, but, yeah, it's uh, it's ready to go. No, no, ready to go, doesn't it? <laughs> no, you know, something well, you that see, would be like, listen, that's like sitting down at the dinner table and saying, well, where's chow? You know, well, it's ready to go. Okay, it's put it on the table, okay? I can't eat it. I can't eat your words, okay? Ready to go doesn't uh, cut it for me. Well, well, it's in the it's in the kitchen ready to be served, but, you know, there's things that I need to do still since I was over on the other side of the building that I can't just stop yeah. doing right well, like what? Like I'm the, sure Duff is waiting for that second one. Yeah. Maddie needs some servicing, too, I understand. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. In fact, in fact I heard that they lowballed Josh in the contract. <laughs> I, I don't know what that term meant, but I think I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> well, one hand's lower than the other, you know? Oh, really? Sometimes. Well, Tom Green's jealous. He only wishes he had that problem. And who's the other one? John Croc. Uh, now, see, that's bad. Why make fun of guys who have one testicle? Who knows? Maybe i got a testicle in my neck. I have no idea what i got going. Well, that could <laughs> be the first maybe time. Got, maybe i got a third third testicle growing in my neck. I don't know. I know it's not, not all that much fun. I went out. What is the stuff I went and bought yesterday? I got rid of that Ben Gay because that stuff, first of all, didn't seem to be helping that much. Secondly, it smells like I, I like it. Yeah. But you don't want to walk around smelling like Ben uh, no. Gay too you, much. Even here, you don't want to smell too. Gay. Huh? So you got some Tylenol. No, I got something. my, uh, my, uh, no, no, the, the cream you smear. What the hell's it called? My, Myoflex? I don't know. I'll get it. I'll get the tube. I'll get the tube during the break. Tube! And then you I also said. got that Tylenol, uh, you know, mm-hmm. which does nothing but cover up whatever it is, but that's, that's right. good. 824 votes. What's your take on Sports Talk Radio? Wow, what a controversial poll. Man. <laughs> How dare you do that, especially on this station, you piece of crap, you. I listen occasionally, 179. we got 824 already. Let's get that 1,000 there so Josh can get his $50 million, and then right. spread it around. No, then you'll be sending me a check. Hey, for every 1,000 votes, if I got a grant, I would send you a check. For how much? 50. 50 bucks. 50 bucks for every 1,000? And I'm working to get the 1,000 votes? That, that's not much half. of a deal. How about 100? All right, half. Let's get it done. Half? Woo! ho, 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 ho. Man, he is getting really generous with fantasy money. Sure. Well, you know, it's easy to be generous with money that you don't have. That's right. I'll tell you what, I'm going to send you both $10 million. How do you like that? If I win the lottery, I'm going to build a solid gold colossus. No, if I won the lotto, I'd take good care of everybody because that's the way I am. I would take care of all my friends and even you guys. Aw. A little bit. Not too much. Thanks, And, of course, Chicken Neck, I'd take good care of him. I'd send him the most because I feel sorry for him because he's just, he's very talented. But the, The word for him is pathetic, you know? Great guy, but pathetic. Two teenagers shot near Olney High School in Philadelphia. That's just in their breaking news on CNN with Mrs. Limbaugh. 
Pop another one, uh, Darren, you bitch. 833 votes. I listen occasionally to Sports Talk 180. It's run its course. Same old Schmidt, 135. Oh, a little goes a long way, 128. <laughs> it's like fudge. You know, it's good, but it's so sweet that a little goes a long way. I love it. I listen a lot, 125. 15%. They love Sports Talk Radio, 15%. That's not what I'd call ringing endorsement. So if you add that to I listen occasionally, that's about 36%. Not too good. It's for sports nerds only, 108. I hate it like poison, 94. I hate sports, 46, and I hate this poll, 17. But I sure a lot of hate there in those last three categories, you know what? Nah. Nah. We hate it. We hate you. We hope that Neil's got a big tumor in his neck. We hope you all die and yada, yada, yada. But you all have a nice day now. Like Mike Siegel. Man, was that guy a jerk or what? Back in the WS News days, he'd get a hate call, and some guy would just rip him an ass. Just rip the... And rightfully so, by the way. And he would say... um, well, if that's, if that's your attitude, you're entitled to your opinion, blah, blah, blah. And thank you very much for your call and hang up on him. Why would you say thank you very much for your call if somebody just ripped you an ass? I don't know. You're sad. Yeah, you're pathetic, Mike Siegel. Tragic. I wonder if he solved the problems of the medical profession yet. You know, sometimes it's the things you can't see that can hurt you that are a real pain in the arse. In South Florida for 28 years, and I've been using them for over 21 myself, Dry Concepts is the best at dry cleaning carpets. And when you dry clean your carpets, you really can clean the day, entertain tonight. That's how fast they dry. Carpets stay cleaner longer, too. No sticky residue left behind. And with over 50,000 satisfied customers, I guarantee you won't be alone. You'll have plenty of company. Let me remind you that Dry Concepts are also the experts in water damage restoration. Keep that in mind during the upcoming hurricane season. Certified technicians get you out of the mold zone in minutes, too, not days. And Dry Concepts gets your home or business dry within 24 to 72 hours. It's guaranteed. And to top it all off, Dry Concepts has got a state-of-the-art oriental rug cleaning plant. It's the only one in South Florida on-site that's dedicated to keeping your expensive area rugs looking like just brand new, like you just bought them and slapped them on your flow. So do yourself a big favor and call Dry Concepts today. Nobody does it better, and they give you a written guaranteed price up front before they start the work, too. How can you beat that? one 800 248-5071. That's their toll-free number in Dade, Broward, and the Palm Beaches, too. Call 1-800-248-5071. Be sure and tell them that crusty old Neil told you to call. They'll remember who I am. Nobody else does, but they will. Or log on to their website at dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. I read the mum. Absolutely. Myoflex, Myoflex, I just smeared a whole bunch of They have all the work they need to keep the gas flowing. Nothing more than corporate greed. No one to control it. That's some ridiculous call. A tech with Clinton and sex. Now these guys instead are screwing you up. Them. You hear me spin every day. A 
1021 at 560. Texaco, that was, uh, I think, the sponsor of Uncle Mildy, as I recall, years ago, about 100 years ago. Uncle yep. Milty, is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. Mr. Television Man, Uncle Milty, used to dress up in drag. That was one of his uh, big things. Yeah. 853 votes on the poll. I think Josh is safe today. He can come back again tomorrow. Now, as far as your deal is concerned, George. Yeah. Well, I got that email from Norma because he continues to bugging me with that crap. Didn't I say the other day, leave me out of it? You two guys handled it together. And then, of uh -huh. course, you called him like you were supposed to and left a message at his orifice, and he didn't return your call. And then this morning, you emailed him, and he didn't return no, no. your email. Yeah, yesterday. And I sent him an yesterday. email and said, George is uh, leaving messages and emailing you, and don't return his messages. And bada beep, bada boop. So Norma's got your contract. It's just that he's, uh, I don't know. And, you know, the sad part of it is I was going to pay him an extra grand to, uh, to do your deal, you know, get it done. Right. But now I'm thinking, I don't know. Especially now that I'm getting that hockey money reimbursement, now that the check is in the mail. I'm thinking to myself, well, why the hell should I do that? Why should we give him any money the way he's dragging his feet? You know, respond, uh, respond, you idiot. Quit bugging me with it, Norma, you silly-ass queen, for crying out loud. I kick your ass. That's right. What the hell's wrong with you? He's just looking to get me to talk about him on here again because he's on a station that's even got lower numbers than us. I tell you, we're on the way to that, though. I don't even know what station he's on anymore. He ain't on that 850 no more. He got demoted to some station that's like um, 2800 on the AM dial. Off the edge. Yeah, I smeared my myoflex. I got the maximum strength, baby. Twenty. Twenty. Concentration maximal. What's the uh, what's in there? Is it like aspartame? What's the uh, active? I beg your pardon. You know, aspartame. Oh, it's it's made by Bayer, so I'll probably oh, eat that yeah. pretty soon. No, it's good. It's been tested on Jews then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll probably be dead in a half an hour. Fast absorbing pain relief rub, and the only good part of it. Well, I mean, it's pretty good. It has no stink. It doesn't stink like uh, no it's stench. exactly the same consistency as uh, Ben Gay. Gay. But it doesn't stink. So you don't have to smell like an old person. You want to know the ingredients? Oh, listen, I'm no, I just the, smell like the an active old one. In other words, what's the uh, pain reliever uh, that's in there? How does it? Uh... I don't. I don't see any ingredients on here. Isn't that? It probably was on the box, which I long since uh, uh, Schmidt canned. Oh no, let's see. It's got. Uh, it's tri triethanol triethanolamine salicylate. I've tried Woo. ethanol. What a what a crock! That, and if you don't like it, you can smear, squeeze some of your gas tank real cheap. Anyway, I'm smearing it, and my neck is, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. So what the audience can do now is they can all gather around the radio. Now that I'm an old fart, I'm almost a senior citizen officially, and, and listen to my aches and pains every day. Oh, gee, my shoulder's killing my neck is so bad. Do you have any creaky, uh, gravelly joints, you know, that you could put the microphone yet. up to? Not yet, but if I did, I'm sure you'd smoke them. You know it. Five, six, seven, come on, let's find out the new schedule for QM. We want the new lineup because management admits that they haven't got any idea what to do, although Clarence this morning was making threatening sounds like they might have some something in place, although he doesn't know what it is. And uh, what else did he say? Oh, that's right, he said, just among us girls in here, so we're not saying anything. Well, he didn't tell us anything, so there's nothing I can repeat, you know. Mm -hmm. See, if somebody says don't repeat something, I won't repeat it, but he didn't tell us anything in the first place. So if you're going to say, don't repeat anything, and just among us uh, buddies here in the room, uh, and then don't say anything, well, what the hell is that? You know? And the reason he's not telling us anything is because he doesn't know anyhow. He ain't got a clue. 
I mean, he's a nice kid, you know, but he's just, uh, he's, he's what he is, man. He's just uh, a silly sports guy, a sports nerd. He is the epitome. If you look up sports nerd in the dictionary, you'll see him and Robert Grieper uh, side by each naked. Am I correct? I'm not arguing. Yeah. Side by each naked as a jaybird. And that's pretty sad. WQAM, hello. Good morning. Yes. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay. Uh, one thing, if that doesn't work, try this product that I use, and um, it works fantastic, and it's easy to get. It's called Mineral Ice. Mineral Ice. I used to, I used to be a sponsor years ago. It said blue stuff in a jar. Yep, and uh, it's fantastic. It really works, but that the only thing is stuff. make sure you don't put it on there. after a shower. Why is that? It just it burns really hard. It burns. It burns? Yeah. And uh one other thing. So I well, let me, let me ask you. Well, wait a minute. This is very okay. important now. This is my life and my health we're talking about. Did you have neck and shoulder pain? I have uh, I have pains everywhere from working, uh, physical construction, no, yeah. and this stuff really works. I've tried yeah. everything. Okay, I'm going to go out and get me a jar today. It really works well. And uh, another thing is, I was on your I was on your website, and it looks like that weird picture where you're flipping the bird to all the salespeople. Uh-huh. It looks like your head is like sitting on your puppet. Doesn't even look like you have a neck. It's right where it sits. <laughs> now it's to be in my fatter days, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, hey, uh, and stop pulling that machine so hard. That's what's doing it. That's I'll stop pulling it so hard. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Take care. Okay, see, there's my doctor. Okay, we need some medical advice here. He says mineralize. That used to be a sponsor back in the WS News days, way right. back when. That's good stuff. Does Larry, Larry King do stuff for them, right? No, he doesn't do mineral ice. He does. Uh, Gold oh, bond. what the hell's that stuff he does? Uh, not bond. absorbing. And oh, that's to see. Oh, let me ask you this question. Now, I'm sure you've heard of absorbing junior. Yes. yes Have you did. ever heard of absorbing senior? No. Or just plain absorbing? I mean, I must be. I don't know. I don't like the smell of that stuff anyway. Uh, I've never tried it. Plus, you apply it with like a like a little plunger. Yes. Oh, I don't know. It's a contraceptive sponge, right? Absorbing. Oh, well, junior. you listen to me. Well, what is absorbing junior? I don't. I don't. I have no idea what all that means. Absorbing junior. Grab my junior, honey. Yeah, it doesn't work on that either. Twenty-seven past ten at five sixty WQM. We got Geldy at two again today. No! In spite of those numbers that came out yesterday, they were just screaming, screaming for some assistance. Please, please throw us a life raft, please. Poor Mad Dog. Mad Dog will be on at uh, four o'clock, following two hours of. Uh... See, what the numbers prove beyond a shadow of a doubt, there are very, very few people, if any, well, I know one, very few people that can follow hours of dead air and actually pull a number in there. Oh. Hey, maybe you love boating because so many people in South Florida do. Well, if you ever thought about buying a boat, stop and listen to this. Instead of buying and get yourself involved in a real mess, call Club Nautico at 1-800-BOAT-RENT right now. Why would you want to pay the expenses of owning boats when you can rent one totally hassle-free? Join the club at Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You'll be amazed just how easy it is. No docking costs, no expensive upkeep, no insurance, or, I don't want to say it, but it's coming soon, no hurricane preparation. With a boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and truly affordable, too. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. No getting the boat ready. Club Nautico does that for you. And no cleaning up either. They do that as well. At Club Nautico, just hop on your boat and go. When you're done pulling the dock, get off and just walk away. Just walk away. It's that simple. Club Nautico, call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. From, uh, from unlimited boating to pay-as-you-go small boats to yacht charters, it's Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT and let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit your needs and your budget. Don't get your, you know, I, years ago I was going to buy me a boat and then I found out all the hassles involved in it. Here's the easy way to solve that problem. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT and get on the water today with Club Nautico. This is Neil Rogers. 
This is 560 QAM. The show is what a clown pulled its trousers, fell down. Yes, that's Maury. Yes, that's Maury. A big harassment suit, hundred million in loot against Maury. Against Maury. Flapped his tongue, and a cutty chung wants to see him hung, and may throw him from their neck. Bye-bye, Maury. This whole thing's quite a major mess. Is there a blue dress? Will they do DNA tests? Like I'm their guest. Backstage was triple X. Everyone having sex. Even Maury. Even Maury. Bringing boobs out of shoes. Get naked if you choose to join in. Drop your top joint on in. This thing sounds just like something you'd see in a good porn movie with Ron Jeremy. All right. But I'm sorry, my friend, this thing could spell the end for Paul Maury. See, there you go with those Jewish pornographers again at Ron Jeremy. It's 1033, 2074, 11, and 560 WQM. Uh-oh. Because and see their parents on TV um, and their expressions, it, it was tough. It's really tough because you put yourself in that position. You know, I mean, could have easily been any one of us. With oh, this is with that lacrosse crap again. They're on. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Let's get back to lacrosse, the important stuff. What do you say? Right. I'm going to smear some myoflex on the microphone. See if that helps the ratings next time. Here, I'm smearing it. Ooh, look at that. Five six seven oh five sixty. It's called Ask the Doctor today. We got nine hundred votes on the poll already. Boy, when we get to a thousand, I'm leaving. I'm going to Woodbine because George said I got to exercise my shoulder and my That's arm. That's right. Now, don't you think, Doctor, that that's probably what caused this, because uh, the shoulder, the neck bone connected to the hip bone, all that crap? It's entirely possible. Yeah. Possible, but probably you're thinking I ought to go to a doctor. I don't want to do that. I think you should, uh, it, it's not going to hurt to work it out, just to, you know, grab something and uh, do some arm exercises. <laughs> oh, that's definitely the wrong arm for me. Well. five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Lines. WQAM, hello. QAM. Oh, okay, there you go. That's Joyce. That's Joyce. I could recognize that raspberry a million miles away. Can you smell it? That was her. WQAM, hello. QAM. Press the button. Oh, there it is. Uh, yesterday it. afternoon before your show ended, somebody called and asked about the public radio station's ratings. If you have a computer program called Maximizer, you can find out everything you wanted to know about the ratings even more than you wanted to know. Right, I know that. It's a, it's a good, good program. Mm-hmm. And in closing, I think a good choice for two to four would be Dick Fatherly. He'd fit right in with all the Elgin provocateuring going on there. Okay, well, I think uh, we got a starting Monday. There you two, go. Two to four. And thank one, one thank thing, you, Doctor. One thing about Dick Fatherly. He's an Elgin provocateur. Oh, I love that drop. That's okay, a good get one out of the business. Go away. Okay, there's somebody in the business. I didn't dare ask him who it was because, uh, you know, it would be embarrassing to be caught in here. Of course, everybody in the business does listen here. They pretend right. they don't. Oh, that Neil, he's an old fossil, and he, he's not funny anymore, and that's their, that show is all he does is read from the newspaper, and, and there's a million reasons why they shouldn't be listening, but they are, you know. I got news for it. We got nothing to be ashamed about in that. If, if you extrapolate it, you wait till those are the maximizer and the minimizer. See, we're doing the minimizer now. We used to do the maximizer, now we do the minimizer. Get those ratings, get those numbers as low as we can. Oh, there's the phone. I bet my package is downstairs. I probably ought to go down there and get it, don't you think? Maybe it's another five cigars for 150 bucks uh, posted. If Bonnie doesn't stop faxing these five pages, I'm going to go nuts. What are they about? What are they about? Uh, 
If you told me what they were about, I would mention it, and then we could nip Bonnie in the bud. I'm looking. Yeah. Oh, in other words, you keep Schmidt canning them? Well, well, yeah. Well, what are they about? It's some Yahoo story. The states help schools hide minority scores. Oh, go away, Bonnie, okay? Stop with all the pseudo-intellectual horse crap. This is just a radio show. We're not going to solve the problems of the world on this show. It's just a stupid-ass show, okay, to help you kill four hours every day. Go, go back to the light bulb. Go call up, uh, what's his name, Rick Spiderman. Get out of my face, Bonnie, with your stupid-ass five-page facts. Quit wasting our facts paper. We've got to keep chopping down a cherry tree with uh, George Washington to get, make enough paper to keep printing the faxes for your stupid crap. And she's sending it over and over and over again. Jesus, God, Bonnie. Get Clyde after her ass. 918 votes already. It's just barely after 1030. Aren't you impressed? Okay. I think my bad posture also has got something to do with sitting here. See, if I would raise the mic up like this because it's on a stand just like mm -hmm. when you got there and sit up straight like a real man, which, of course, would right. take a lot of imagination. I don't know what kind of a setup you have over there, but you're, able, you mean to, by that? you're able to rest your elbows uh, during the show. Or are your arms uh, suspended in midair? No, my arms are not suspended in midair. What the hell is How can my like a marionette? My arms are suspended in midair. Right. What? What, what is you that? Know, what kind of vision? over the are... buttons. Huh? Well, a lot of these. Uh, I don't know what the studio setup is like. It's just there. like there. All right, then. Uh, they should only be better and smaller. Right. It's just it's a miniaturized version of uh, what you got there. Only it all works here, and it's uh, not old and crappy yeah. like there. Sit up straight, just like Mommy said. Oh, uh, how can you sit up straight when you got this big puppet hanging down here, man? That guy was right. My my head is on my puppet. Maybe you could get a uh, gut rest. WQAM, hello. Did you see the write-up Tom Jitka gave you? No, I did not. You're in the paper, No, buddy. I did not. I doubt it. Yeah, I can't get on the Sun Sentinel anyway. It's a... We don't want to talk to you anyhow, loser. Okay, go back to Wisconsin or wherever you ran away. They got some real good uh, powder there, okay? See, I don't even try the Sun Sentinel reading Jika's column anymore because, uh... By the way, we're having some real Internet issues here in the building today. Really? Really. Both uh, Josh Such and as. I. Like you click on something to go somewhere and it takes a good two minutes for the page. Oh, to even look. the phone. You notice the phone yeah. today is like a slow-mo. Slow. I press the button and then like okay. uh, half an hour later something comes up. Now, I know, I know I'm not going to be able to get the Jika article on this thing. Mm -hmm. So I, Oh, and I was going to ask you to do it, but if you're having Internet um, issues, huh? I'll get it in like 30 minutes. That's probably how long it'll take. Yeah, really? It's loading well, one I, picture I, at a see, time. See, I'm, I'm back to where I was again. I thought it had solved. Now, let me try Firefox with a Sun Sentinel. Because they're definitely having issues, too, even though you deny it. I did not deny it? it. Well, Josh denied it. He said, oh, I got it right here. Well, guess what? I bet you today I get it faster than you do. Yeah, the web page, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I'm not Still getting loading. it. I got it. I'm guessing it's, it's an, he wrote an article about footies, the last thing he wrote, so I'm opening it. To see what oh, it's yeah? In. Well, what does it say? Have you got it yet? I just opened it. <laughs> okay, well, good. Then, like I said, you're much faster than I am. I'm not even going to try anymore. The Sun Sentinel website's a piece of garbage. And they're having all sorts of problems. And it's got to be them because I'm not having any difficulty with any other website. Everything comes up on your fad like lightning, like, like grease lightning, man. Luke Christie is singing lightning strikes every time I hit the button, except the Sun Sentinel. He said, ah, oh, fat. The hell with that thing. 932 votes already. I think if I chop my, you know, if I did the old severed head deal, I think I'd feel better. Just chop my neck off right above yeah. the clavicle. Isn't that what they call that thing, your breastbone, your clavicle? Or is that, am I wrong? That's not what I call it. What, well, no, seriously, what, are they, what is the clavicle? I don't know. Oh, come on. Yeah, now. You go to med school. You're supposed to be such a little intellectual knowing you're right. all useless garbage, man. I'm just yeah. a, a stupid old schmuck. Which, by the way, all you got in here is a sentence. The saying? Uh, you know, there's a tiny paragraph that says, Rickshaw has also been in the market for 45 years, but with several stations, and the same goes for Neil Rogers, who recently celebrated his 30th anniversary. That's oh, it. thank you so much, Tom. Oh, you know, just because you had 30 years in the market doesn't mean you're going to get your name in the newspaper, says Tom. Little bald-headed Tommy. 
At least he's writing something about that, isn't a, a puff piece. Now, is the whole article about footy? Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. What a joke. Nice going, Tommy. That is a panic. 19 to 11 at 560 WQM. By the way, Footy's retiring this week after 32 years in the market. He's going to, he's actually getting blown out and they're going to bring in Oprah and Anthony. That's the rumor. That's the uh, facts we had yesterday from the inside, no doubt. They're putting on Opie and Anthony because Footy just turned 185 and he's, you know, on a station trying to appeal to teenagers. It, you know, somewhere he's missing the demographic. I mean, with me, I'm 105 years old, but at least I'm talking to a lot of old farts. And even the young people sit by in amazement, wondering how the hell I can keep going, especially in this horse crap place. It's just, just astonishing. And you know the interesting part about this, uh, seriously, uh, talking about putting the pieces back together again? Other than me and Eddie Kay, everybody they have on the ears in the wrong time slot. Okay? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Puff on it big time. Put a big bowl uh, and just, just puff until your lungs cave in. Everybody except me and Ed Kaplan are on the wrong time on this station right now. And, of course, we have some people on... Shouldn't be on at all, but that's another story. 18 to 11 at QAM. Hey, have you tried the pizza and pasta John the Baker's yet? Duff wants you to try it. He, in fact, Duff will probably pick up the tab. I doubt it, but he might because John the Baker is sensational. It's the best Italian restaurant this side of University Drive. Pizza as good as it gets in South Florida. And now two good locations for you. They're brand new in the Sterling Town Center, Sterling Road, just west of Pine Island and Cooper City. And the classic John the Baker in Pembroke Pines, just west of Flamingo in the Home Depot Center on Pines Boulevard. And speaking of people who have been around for a long time, John the Baker's been in town for over 30 years, too. He used to be over there on the Dixie Highway, as they say, on West Dixie Highway, right near that old Taco Bell. And, man, they were serving up great food back then, and he's still doing the same. The food is delicious. They give you everything fresh, huge portions of all your homemade favorite Italian delights. Plus, with John DeBaker's low, low prices, you can take the whole family for lunch, for dinner, anytime, and stay well within your budget. When you call or you stop in, be sure to ask for the Neal Deal, please. It's a large 16-inch pizza, half dozen garlic rolls, and two fountain cokes for only $14.75. Tell them that Bluff Lindsay told you to ask for the Neal Deal. Take out or dine in. In Pembroke Pines for takeout, call 954-431-4315. Or in Cooper City, 954-252-0091. Pizza, pasta, veal, chicken, parmesan, all your favorite subs, sausage and peppers, and lots, lots more. It don't get no better in South Florida than John the Baker. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Oh, my God, your breasts are beautiful. Good afternoon. I am uh, Mohammed David, your new press secretary. I uh, welcome my fellow membranes of the press corps. Let's start with uh, Helen Thomas. Helen, you're on the air. Go. Will Mr. Bush ever be hung upside down like Mussolini? I cannot comment on this ongoing investigation. Uh, follow up. Go. Is it true you stole the pizza? I cannot comment on this uh, ongoing investigation. And besides, I cannot steal no pizza. Yeah, yeah, but buddy, I don't see his name. After all, who's done more to further the gay and lesbian community than Jeff Gannon and Rick Taylor? <laughs> Excuse me. Who the hell are you? I'm Tony Snow. Oh yeah, you played for the Rams, right? Aren't you dead? No, no, that was Jack Snow. Of course, I could lie about that too and say I did play for the Rams. Rams? I'm the press secretary over here. <laughs> now see here. <laughs> I got to get a job. I'm reading this a long, long fax you just sent to me from Herman. Yeah. Absorbing <laughs> Jr. Huh? Oh my God! I guess I'll read it. I got to get this mic back down where I'm used to it. I, I you know, I'm not I'm just not going to sit up straight. I don't care no. what anybody says. Straight is just not my. We could just uh, strap a board. I'm going to sit up. Gay. Yeah. 
By the way, speaking of this fax, you know, and, and, and interesting, Tom Jicker wrote something about local radio finally for the first time in about six years, and also uh, Casey Woods at the Herald. I have no idea who Casey Woods is. Maybe Kinda Tiger, but I doubt it. Probably somewhat lighter complected. Miami Radio Show finds fans near and far, and it's about, oh, this is going to really get you. This is the, the station they're talking about is WNMA 1210, a station, you think our numbers are bad, you can find their numbers with a magnifying glass. See, that, that's a, I, I thought those call letters was the station Mr. Ego was on, but I don't think we even know what station he's on. I, I don't know what the call letters are. But this is, says, from Miami to Madrid, the eclectic quartet of the El Metro radio show breezes through a world of news and culture five days a week. Show director Humberto Rodriguez opens mm-hmm. on this particular morning with a pulsing tune from Colombian sensation Shakira and statistics on sexual harassment in Madrid. Alejandro Gomez revels in the health secrets of the world's oldest sensation Shakira and statistics on sexual harassment in Madrid. Alejandro Gomez revels in the health secrets of the world's oldest woman, and Alexandra Brasi beams about good economic news at Honda. Julio Cuervo sounds off on U.S. espionage in Latin America, and uh, yada, yada, yada. A new Spanish-language radio program for Colombians and other immigrants goes global with airtime in Madrid and Bogota. All right. Proving once again that only the Banana Republic in the foreign country of Dade County just goes on and on. And we already got Radio Suave for the Colombians, so what the hell do we need this crap for anyway, right? Right. Speak it in English, okay? Speak it in English. Cut the crap already. Speak it in English. Speak a Francais. Not. Now, well, what is this? Oh, absorbing veterinary liniment. <laughs> oh, there is an absorbing. Well, how do you like that? Somebody faxed in the story about that, about absorbing and absorbing junior. It. Yeah. It dates back to over a century. From a tub in their farmhouse, Wilbur and Mary Ida created absorbing veterinary liniment. Oh, maybe I ought to run it, uh, rub it on my shins. Maybe I have quarter cracks. How do you like that? Farmers began to realize this product helped humans, too. Just rub, just a little bit, rub into the muscles would relieve the aches and pains of hard work and reduce swelling and discomfort. Well, hard work ain't got nothing. Well, I guess it's on those machines. That's pretty hard work. Tapping and tapping and banging and pounding and nothing happens, you know? Mm-hmm. We can all relate to that. Absorbing Junior. Well, thanks a lot, uh, uh, whatever your name is. One of our regular faxers. See what we're learning today? It's not even 11 o'clock, and we're already getting an education here. Wait till we get to that article by Doug Thompson on Capital Blue, uh, George W. Bush and American Hitler. That's one of my very favorites in a long time. A third of youths can't find Louisiana on the map. They can't find their ass with both hands. God, that is scary, isn't it? Mission accomplished. Hi, Neil and George. I love you guys. I hope you did well in the ratings. I'm sorry and was busy and missed uh, we're number one, damn it. But you wouldn't have heard it because, yeah. no, we're number five and... Uh, we might actually move up a notch or two, but don't expect any rating. I ain't expecting nothing. Because this station, haven't I been telling you, we're going down with the Titanic. When you're surrounded by a, a, a show that's, uh, well, they are, you know, <laughs> hmm? you know exactly what I'm talking about. Pretty hard to follow uh, transmitter maintenance. First of all, Hank is never on anyway, like today, like tomorrow, like Friday. He's got bigger fish to fry. This, is, this, this whole gig for him is just basically like an afterthought. So when you got somebody like that, putting him on in morning drive is probably not the best idea in the world. Somebody who works like maybe a little bit part-time when he feels like it and then takes off and goes and plays celebrity golf in the middle of the show, that probably wasn't the greatest idea. And Mad Dog now is following two hours of dead air, and they're discovering that, oh, he can't just jumpstart the audience just by magic. Yeah. And these people, but a beep, but a boop. Like I said, you know, I don't even know what I'm, why I'm talking about again. Why would you get me started? I'm sorry. Because after yesterday, I made up my mind. Gornish Telfin, man, just uh, just keep taking that money. Just take whatever they'll send you. 
Anyway, I hope you did well. We didn't. But as much as uh, I love you guys and agree with you on just about everything, I really have a problem with the way you're handling this illegal immigrant issue. I can tell you I'm an immigrant. My father was originally an illegal immigrant. Well, let's round his ass up. Maybe his father's dead. One of the few things you're missing in your argument is that when the shrub talks about jobs that Americans aren't willing to do, he's not talking about gardening or picking tomatoes. He's talking about dying in his endless stupid oil wars. I, I didn't know that these people were going off to fight the wars. Neither did I. Oh. That's what he's really referring to. Let me say it again. I don't think so because I don't see any illegal uh, aliens going off to fight in the war. First of all, if you're not, if we don't have a draft and they're not uh, volunteering to go in because they're not citizens anyway. I would love to debate you on this issue, but I know I won't get the chance, so here's my take. I hope. Uh, what does that mean, he'd love to debate me? Well, what does that mean? Well, you know. What, what's to debate? I don't know. Number one, illegal immigrants are the gays and gay marriage of the 2006 campaign, and you and all the Democrats are falling for Rove's bullshit all over again. No, the Democrats aren't falling for it. They're the ones that are saying we want, uh, you know, amnesty. We want. Well, they're saying all kinds of things, you know. Both sides are. Yeah. Both sides are all over the place because they're afraid they're going to piss somebody off and lose votes. Number two, and I'm not falling for anything. I've been screaming about this for 26 years now, going back before Muriel. Muriel Boatlift was a classic example of a non-immigration policy of just chaos gone bad. And never forget the night on WS News. I keep, I just can't forget it. I had members of the State Department from the Reagan administration in '81, and they said they told me off the air. They said you better get used to this, Neil, because South Florida has been designated as the dumping ground for all the illegal aliens, the Cubans, the this. The, in other words, this was part of a plan. I remember there was a a, a book that I based that discussion on. I had these two guests on there tell me, oh well, we've already decided that this is part of the game plan. Number two, most people in revulsion of the bad press illegal immigrants are getting are not illegal, just outraged that we now have found a large segment of our community we can now vent our anger in. Another great Rovian innovation. Kyle Rowe, for all of his pimples and warts and crookedness, didn't invent this, okay? No, no. People have been tired of illegal aliens for a long, long time based on one word, illegal. This isn't the way an immigration policy works, especially at a time when supposedly we got this war on terror and we got the Department of Homeland Security and we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop another terrorist attack. We have no idea who these people are and yada, yada, yada. We've got to secure our borders. That's why. Number three. Oh, I guess I better do the break because this goes on. I, I, yeah. I certainly don't want to interrupt. Take a break out of breath. Especially when we get to the part about uh, my family being exiled and about you being born in the U.S. Uh, your, your information is all incorrect, you know, talking about mm. jumping to conclusions. Were you born in the U.S.? Me? No. Yeah. Was my family exiled from, uh, no. On either side? No. So, Herman, you know, like I, haven't I said many, many times in the past, people sit out there and they listen and they think they know something. Mm-hmm. Because they hear words, you know, and therefore right away they know me, they know you, but you don't know anything. Okay, you may be a wonderful guy, and we're glad that you love us both, and there's a big, uh, juicy, sappy kiss for you, but uh, you're, you're dreaming. 1056 at 560 WQM, speaking of great food like I was only moments ago, here's a really great experience, and not, not just a meal on experience, the melting pot where fondue becomes a memorable four-course dining experience where you're doing something totally different because, you're, you know, instead of just having them wait on you, and bring the stuff to your uh, table. You were actually a participant, like being on one of those cooking shows, you know. You dip and you dunk into something really great. Enjoy a variety of unique entrees and special melting pot dipping sauces. Dip that baby right in there, man. Imagine starting dinner with the melting pot's renowned cheese fondue served with three different breads, Granny Smith apples, and crisp veggies. Next to your choice is salads, all with the melting pot's homemade dressings. Your entrees include lobster. Man, can you imagine dipping? Uh, now, you already told me you had lobster or not. No. You didn't have lobster? No, I did. I did. We snagged some of it. Mm. You snagged it? Yes, I did. 
filet mignon, shrimp, Cajun seasoned chicken, pork, portobello shrooms, duck, and lots more, uh, cooked in oil or broth. And those melting pot dipping sauces are to die for. And then for dessert, this is the piece of resistance. The chocolate fondue is unbelievable. Dip your fresh strawberries, bananas, pineapple, all those great fruits. Cheesecake, brownies topped off with tasty marshmallows rolled in crushed Oreos and graham crackers. And mandel will put you into orbit. So, And don't forget, Mother's Day is coming up a week from Sunday. Sunday, May 14 is Mother's Day, and everybody knows that moms love the melting pot. It's a really unique day. It's a great treat for her and for you, too. So don't get left out. Call today and make your reservations for Mother's Day at the melting pot nearest by you. You'll find a melting pot in Fort Lauderdale, Coral Springs, Boca, North Miami Beach, Cooper City, and prestigious Kendall. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? <laughs> Anybody got any reds or pennies? I want to down them with a tube. Appointed by God, I'm the voice of the right. And I got busted. A drug-addled hookster that's wealthy and white. I still got busted. My career will never come to an end. It pays to kiss the asses of powerful men. And believe me, my friends, for anyone else, they get five years to ten. And they deserve to get busted. But not me! <laughs> so what? I got high on some hillbilly smack and got busted. I've been saying all along it's for the pain in my back. I still got busted. They've been after me since 2003. I'm a victim of the vast liberal conspiracy. And now, I have a mugshot like Larry King. So I got busted, my friends. But I'm back from your Belinda. <laughs> $3,000? What the hell? Belinda! I'll tell you what, to run down to Denny's and pick me up some goods, will you? Off with you now. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. It's 11.02. Pop another one, right? Just one. Number three, Herman goes on and says, I'm a small business owner. I never hired an illegal immigrant. See, he makes a better argument for us than we could make. I never hired an illegal immigrant, not because I don't sympathize with their plight, because it's wrong. Oh, right. I believe if you want to end illegal immigration, you have to find or jail the employers. Isn't that exactly what we've been yeah. saying? As a liberal, concerned citizen, I see what this does to our communities. Wages are kept artificially low because there's such a large labor force of people willing to work at or below poverty level wages. Well, there you go. Thanks for the great argument. <laughs> oh. Four, if our current administration is willing to export our jobs to India, Pakistan, Kashmir, or many other places of the globe, aren't we better off keeping those jobs here and having yeah. those people spending their, merger, uh, their meager wages here? No, what we're better off doing is paying people a living wage and right. not uh, giving it to schleppers right. who are schlepping across the border illegally and taking the slop over, the spillover from Latin America where there's so many schleppers right. and they're reproducing like rabbits. And working under the table and not adding to the tax base. Right, that is correct. Number five, these illegals use up our welfare, medical benefits, and Social Security. Bullshit, he says. First of all, we don't have medical care even for Americans. How sad that is, that's correct. Let's talk about that more often. I've seen many people pay for a fake Social Security number. This is a real number from maybe a dead person just to get a job. They uh, get a job, pay taxes, contribute to SS, oh, I'm sure a lot of money. And in the end, these people can't claim anything because they worked out of an assumed name or number more common than you think. And again, another example of breaking the law. First they come in illegally, mm -hmm. and then they buy right. a fake Social Security. Breaking the law again. And by the way, the medical services, they go to a free hospital like Jackson, and then they don't turn anybody away. So you, that you is know, correct. subsidized by taxpayers. Not to mention the education system where we're required right. to educate their children. Right. Which is part of the reason why in California and other places the, cl the classrooms are so overcrowded. 
Now, here, here comes, this is the jackpot. I don't want to say you're living in a cocoon, Hermann, because I don't know you. He says, I don't know how you both became American citizens. Let me answer the question very simply. I was born. Oh, that interesting? Uh-huh, and I am he not. He says, I do know Neil is Jewish. <gasps> I see. And his family probably was exiled. Maybe not. I don't know for sure. I, I don't understand about Jews who were exiled. I, I don't know what that means. In other words, uh, Nazi refugees is what he's implying. No. Running away from the Nazis. No, my, my grandparents came long before Adolf Hitler, long before there were any Nazis, long before any of that crap. And they came through Ellis Island, and they were became American citizens through the legal process. Right. They applied for citizenship, and they passed the test, how I have no idea, and, uh, and they became citizens. My parents were born in this country, and I was born in this country. That makes me an American citizen, Hermann. Then he goes on to say George was probably born in the U.S. after his family was granted exile from Cuba. No. No. I was born there, and I came here legally after waiting almost two years to do so. There you go. So a lot of misinformation here, Mom, because you assume a lot of things. The thing I admire most about both of you is that you're willing to go against the grain and speak honestly about issues that are especially important in South Florida. Now, here comes another part that I found most, most disturbing. I've been in both Israel and Cuba. Please don't tell George, I guess, about the Cuba part. Oh, whatever. I, find, I won't tell you. I, I find it amazing that Israel has 120 political parties and policy is debated. Why must American Jews only tow the Likud line? Anybody who disagrees is anti-Semitic. Why must we maintain an embargo against Cuba when it only hurts the darker people left in Cuba? It appears to be a racist policy. Oh, it only hurts the darker people. I never knew that. And then, did you know that? Well, that's all that's left there, you know. There's a couple oh. white people towing. What about Elian and um, Luis Miguel? I don't know. What kind of shade were they? Why, if most Cubans are immigrating or risking the Florida Straits for economic gain, not political freedom, do we let them stay and send Haitians and Central Americans back? Well, uh, he, he, these are a lot of rhetorical questions because he's just feeding me back a lot of stuff that I've said for years. So I don't know where the big, dis the big debate is. Then he says, I'm getting off the subject. Now you're talking here, man. I, I really want to read the whole thing because he went through a lot of work to write this 85,000-word essay. Before 1962, when JFK amended the immigration laws, it was practically impossible to immigrate from Southern Europe, Africa, and all the Americas, including Mexico, which is North America. Yet people came. Yeah, that's the problem in Latin America. Too many people, uh, yeah, they came all right. Most of those people came here illegally, found a lawyer, straightened out their status, and brought their families. That's what my father did, something that he never would have been able to do from his little town in España. Their families grew up and became citizens and served their new country and learned to love it. And then Bush came along and destroyed everything. Okay, you get the point. We are Americans. We're patriotic. We love our country, but we have forgotten, not forgotten how we got here and don't want the door of opportunity shut to other people. That's why we're on the streets. Oh, he's on the streets. So he's like that. He was one of those silly people out there on the streets demonstrating on behalf of lawbreakers. Along with Sam. I, I, don't, I don't even want to waste my time with that one, okay? I mean, the fact that you told me that is so depressing. I just, oh. This, seriously, this radio station is just right, right from the, even before we went on the air, you know? You told me things, and I thought to myself, well, you know, George just overreacts to everything. He's just dramatic. And just, you were right. In the last paragraph, I promise, immigration is truly an experience that lasts a lifetime. We do not expect you to understand it, just as our children won't, but it is life-changing and extremely emotional. I don't think I'll ever outlive it. It's difficult for me to understand how people dismiss it as a minor event. It's not a minor event. Mm -mm. No, it's a major no. event. And people Big like George decision. said, wait a long time to come in here right. legally. We have quotas for various Politely. countries, and uh, they have to wait. It is not minor. It's very difficult even when it's legal. Oh, I see. That's what I just said. If you were lucky enough not to have experienced it, be thankful and please support the immigrants, legal and illegal. No, I will no. not. I will not support no. lawbreakers who are sneaking across the border. America can't be the, the dumping ground for everybody in the world who's uh, oppressed and uh, can't find a job because they live in a country run by a bunch of slime balls and crooks. Right. 
So they come to America, which is a country run by a bunch of slime balls and crooks. I don't care if somebody's cutting in line at the bank. I hate line cutters uh, and rule breakers like that. He says, please support the immigrants legal and illegal, not no. because you support illegal immigration, but because these people are really living at the edges of our society, often very far from their families. Could you imagine yourself doing that? Could you imagine what would drive you to do that? Uh, keep up the good work, yeah. says Herma. Yeah. Been there, done that, but we did it legally. Yeah. Our family got separated, and we had to wait years for the other people to come through legally. Look at poor little Elianito, baby. Didn't his mother die at sea? That's right. On that rubber raft? Right. M Mama died at sea. How do you like that? And by the way, he's back in Cuba. We don't hear him complaining. He's not getting his happy meal every day, which means it'll probably add 15, 20 years to his life, minimum. And they're whining and dining him and the family and the Juan Miguel and the whole deal. They're like superstars now. Mm-hmm. Superstars. Connie superstars. Kami Pinko superstars. Poster children. Who, by the way, on Monday, May 1st, celebrated May Day. And the bearded one made a long, impassioned speech. Bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. And uh, communista, communista, see? So the fact that the organizers of this fraud that was perpetrated on the public on Monday, the, or the organizers selected May 1st, I, just like Lou Dobbs said, I think there's more than just symbolism there. Not just a dink. We got a thousand votes. Oh! oh this is, it's only 1109. Can you believe that? I believe it. Mark this down on your wrist, okay? Make, send a memo to all departments. A thousand votes on Wednesday, May the 3rd. Ooh, Friday is El Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. I think, you know, there was, I told you, there was a documentary on last night. It was on, uh, I don't remember what channel, about child prostitution in Mexico. It, it was enough to make you cry, scream, get very angry, and just uh, go nuts. And, and this is what happens. The unwanted masses, all these children, all these babies that are like just deposited on the streets by people who are reproducing that. People without a brain. Schleppers. Good, obedient Catholics. And, of course, like I've said, the Pope and his predecessors, some of the worst, worst dispensers of misery and suffering and death and poverty in the universe, okay? And it all goes back again to that religion crap. Oh, yeah, well, just uh, make all the babies make the Pope happy. Don't use those condoms because you'll burn in hell right. for sure. When, and now they're rethinking that, just like they had to rethink Galileo. Right. Good thing they were never wrong. Just like they had to rethink macaroni and cheese on Friday, you know. Uh, just make it up as they go along until the public just won't put up with it anymore. Just like the whole thing with moving all those child molesting priests from parish to parish, from here to there, like, like, like on a chessboard, just moving this piece over here and that piece, and they're all getting a piece, little boys and girls. That's what they were getting a piece of. 1,004 votes. What's your take on Sports Talk Radio? Excellent poll, Neil. Thank you very much. I liked it. I listened occasionally, 212. Occasionally. It's run its course. Same old Schmidt, 164. And now we got instead of like four or five guys talking, we got like eight or nine or ten guys, 15, 20 guys talking. Ba, 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 ba. Shaq, Shaq. How about those Heat last night? Shaq. How about those Marlins last night losing again? Shaq, Shaq. Me, Shaq, to bed to go. Whatever that means. Me, me and Shaq, to bed we go. I sure hope not. I love it. Listen a lot to Sports Talk. 163, 16.2%. So we're up to like 37% now, listen either occasionally or a lot. A little goes a long way, 153. A little uh, like about, yeah, that's enough. It's for sports nerds only, 130. 100 and, about 30, man. I hate it like poison, 111. I hate sports, 51. And I hate this poll, 20. But we got 1,004 votes. So forget about those numbers yesterday and the bonuses we didn't get. We got 1,000 votes, man. What's more important, getting the bonus money or getting 1,000 votes on the poll? Nothing. He's thinking about it. I did think about it. Long well, and hard. You might, you might as well say getting 1,000 votes on the poll because at least we already got that. You're not getting any bonus. So, you know, might as well take what you got. It ain't much. It's not going to put any money in, your, in our pockets. But, no. hey, look at what we're doing, man. 1,000 votes. That's more people than are listening to some of the day parts. 1,000. Especially at night there, 12 plus. How, how can you do a 0 0.4 on a station like this? 
with that great signal we used to have before mm-hmm. Fidel put that crank that thing up. By the way, have you noticed that not one, maybe they're discussing it with you, not one person has said anything from inside, other than the callers, have said one word to me about that technical situation? Which one? About the, the signal, about the interference oh, we're getting. yeah, no. I asked about it a while back, and that's what, that's what I got. That's how we know about the State Department. And, uh, and they said, bada beep, bada boop, yeah. bada bop. How's your Internet situation going? It must not be too no. bad because Josh got the Sun Sentinel thing. He got that very important Tom Jicka mentioned. Yes. Thank you so much, little Tommy, man. You continue to be a jerk. Like, like I really care that he wrote a big piece about footy. What the hell, what, what difference does it make? He's going off here anyhow. He wrote two big pieces on footy. He did? He just gave you a sentence in the second one. Wow, he wrote two big pieces about footy leaving Y100 just to, just to stick it, you know, just to stick in that. I'll show you a thing or two. Well, guess what? I'm going to leave today, and we'll see how many pieces he writes about that. It's my last day, Tom. See ya. Time to retire. 14 past 11 at 2 a.m. I, I think that Myoflex works fairly well, but I'm going to go out and get that uh, Miracle Ice. All right. No, I, I know that that's good stuff, because not only was it a sponsor way back then, but I used it. I forget what I was rubbing it on, but something probably Sub Rosa. Hey, speaking of uh, hot and nasty days that are coming up and going to be going on for months and months, all the way through September and even October. What's better than staying cool and comfortable all summer long? How about getting you an instant $1,200 cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better for you, you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking care of Tri-County area families for three long generations. As a Carrier factory authorized dealer, Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction, and that guarantee is backed by Carrier. The people who invented air conditioning have now come up with the Carrier Infinity System, the best one ever. The Carrier Infinity System actually performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself for maximum efficiency. And speaking of that, to maintain maximum efficiency on your current air conditioner, the smart thing to do is to join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Twice a year, they come to your home, they inspect and tune up your system. If you ever have any kind of a problem with your AC, you'll enjoy a priority same-day service and 10% off on any needed repairs. All of this all of these things, for just $110 a year. So whether you choose the two-speed Infinity System with Furon or peace of mind all year round with the Comfort Club, make the smart choice, the Royce choice. And believe you me, you don't want to be without AC for five minutes during the sweltering summertime and most of the year in South Florida. Call Royce Aaron Heaton. Tell him that ancient Neil told you to call toll-free 1-800-377-0075. That's Royce, R-O-Y-C-E. Royce Aaron Heat, 1-800-377-0075. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. We're expected to hit $3 a gallon by the start of the summer. But guess what? If you're one of the people fuming at the prices you see now, just wait. It's absurd. You're insane. Crazy. Way back when in 67. 1967's most exciting program concept. Cheap cost of fuel at the pump was designed. Still another fantastic concept. Looks like it's going to be $4 this summer. Now I can't afford it. It's really healing. When I started driving, it was less than a dollar a gallon. Now it's... Oh, this is crazy. I get heart failure. I can't believe my eyes. Three nineteen. No. I wonder what's going to happen next year. Are we going to be talking about $5 a gallon? 
Well, look at that. Two Pennsylvania stations dropped gas prices by the minute. Ten more minutes, I'd have saved 18 cents. Last year is always a couple of cents cheaper than the other local stations. The one-upmanship goes on. Today is the best day to get gas. I've seen it drop down. It's dropping down in two thirties now. I've seen it drop down 10 cents in the past five minutes. To the air now to see the traffic. Cars stretch on and on. Can you imagine how much gas that they're wasting idling? Oh, I think about that all the time. And how much is your time worth? Forget how much the gas is worth. A few cents. I would say. About 30, man. About 30 cents. Doug Thompson of CapitalHillBlue.com, George's favorite website, writes, George W. Bush and American Hitler, to which I would say... Absolutely correct, sir. In George W. Bush's petty, pathetic, partisan world, laws he doesn't agree with don't have to be obeyed, congressional actions that differ from his political agenda can be ignored, and the Constitution of the U.S. is just a GD piece of paper. Charlie Savage of the Boston Globe brought this point home Sunday when he revealed Bush has chosen to ignore more laws passed by Congress than any president in history, appending more than 750 laws with signing statements that say, in effect, he doesn't give a damn what the law says because he'll do whatever he pleases as a wartime president and commander-in-chief. Of course, it does matter to him that he became a wartime president because he lied out his ass to justify an illegal invasion on Iraq. I love that. He lied out his ass. Yeah. To justify an illegal invasion on Iraq based on fake intelligence and a determined policy of ignoring facts that disproved his lies. With every revelation, we learn more and more what a dangerous despot Bush is, a madman with the power to wage war at will, destroy the Constitution on a whim, and invoke its own per- his own perception of unchecked presidential power by ignoring the system of checks and balances that used to be part of our system of government. Used to be. Sadly, nobody in Congress or the courts has the balls to stop this American Hitler. He rides roughshod over the laws of the land, safe in the assumption that his arrogance will leave opponents cowering in fear and an apathetic populace willing to wait until 2008 to rid itself of this festering boil on the body politic. I'm not sure we can wait. With every passing day, we see an elected official by some more... He has appended such statements to more than one of every ten bills he signed. He agrees to a compromise with members of Congress. All of them are there for a public bill-signing ceremony, but then he takes back those compromises, and more often than not, without the Congress or the press or the public knowing what has happened, said Christopher Kelly, a Miami University of Ohio political science professor who studies executive power. Political scientist George Harley, who served in both the Nixon and Reagan administrations where presidential power became major issues, says Bush's actions placed the country on a dangerous course. Presidential authority, once assumed, is seldom relinquished. The Constitution prevailed when Richard Nixon ignored the laws that governed his actions, Harley said, but this president neither obeys nor upholds his oath to support the Constitution. He sees the document as an obstacle to his power and has chosen to ignore it. If no one else is willing to uphold the Constitution, then it becomes, as Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez has written, an outdated document and places this republic in grave peril. Harley believes this nation faces more than a battle for which political party controls the White House and or Congress. This is now a battle for the soul of America, he says. The very future of this republic may well rest on whether anyone can or will stop George W. Bush. Grave peril. It sounds like us here at QAM. We're in grave peril, you know? What do you think of that? Yeah, that's a good point. What are we going to do about this? I think you add. Yeah, nothing. You're right. Take the money to the bank, baby, like I said. They, they created this, you know. See, I, I need to be deprogrammed. I need help. I'm calling for help. Like Lee Harvey Oswald said, yeah. somebody step forward and assist me. Well, I recommend uh, drugs or hypnotherapy or a combination okay. of both. Let me try some drugs. Maybe it'll make my shoulder and neck feel better, too. 1,042 votes on the poll, baby. I'm telling you, this sports talk radio is where it's at. Didn't I tell you that these various, you know, the, these sub-formats, they, they kind of run their course? Like, you remember the baseball mm-hmm. card station? No. no. Oh. How about the uh, stamp collecting station? 
Oh, that was my favorite show. Oh, God, I love that. What's your take on Sports Talk Radio? 1,049 votes now. I listen occasionally. 222. We got a 22. 221%. Listen occasionally. I love it. I listen a lot. 174. 37.6%. Either love it or like it. That leaves 63% in the other categories. See, that, that's, that's not too good. It's run its course. Same old Schmidt, 170. Like, uh, and, 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 yeah. A little goes a long way, 158. A little dabble, do you? It's for sports nerds only, 135. I hate it like poison, 118. That's really mean-spirited, but I understand that. That's what I voted. Hate it like poison, 118. I hate sports, 52. And I hate this pool, only 20, solamente 20. How do you like that? All right. Speaking of that award-winning QM lineup, we got Geldia at two again and again. And you notice you were in here, and both of you were in there, I'm sure, when Clarence was in there this morning. I was mm-hmm. screaming about Geldy. Yeah. The sounds of silence, not a word. Like he had Lockjaw, including Eric Reed talking through his teeth, speaking of Lockjaw, 3.30 with Geldy. Mad Dog, 4 to 6.30, a tough two and a half hours. Marlins on Dreck, a deck, 6.30. Marlins and the Washington Nats. Oh, that's at Washington, thank God. We don't have to complain about bad attendance in town. It's a road game, right? Yes. That's what it says here. 705. Maybe that's the team they can beat. You think so? No. <laughs> and Curtis Stevenson follows the Marlin game. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 562 AM. Neil Yeah. Here's a gift for my mommy, I wish you'd die. You showed up drunk at my school when I was five. Because you're such a slut, I grew up with no daddy. And you dropped me on my head when I was three. I'm singing, you left beer bottles in my crib at night. And the time you slept with my best friend's wife Cause of that, there's just one thing that I want to say Have a happy f***ing Mother's Day Well said. 11.32 at 5.60. By the way, thank you, Mr. President, not only for those low gas prices, but for that strong American dollar. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You know the Canadian dollar is now over 90 cents? That's embarrassing. Embarrassing? It's uh, not good news for this kid, I'll tell you that. When I first came up here uh, for a little over four years ago, it was 62 cents. 62 cents, and now it's over 90. The euro, which was down to 117 a while back, now it's up to like 127. And the British pound, which was like 177 for a long time, is now closing it on a buck 90, almost double. Nice going, Mr. President. The crappy American dollar, it's not worth a dime because of your incredible deficits and uh, trade deficits. But nevertheless, see, nobody cares about that. Why do we care about that when we got those rapists, the lacrosse players at Duke? That's right. What's going on with that story? What's going on with that? And what's going on with all these lost heiresses and lost uh, Aruba chicks and all this other garbage? Huh? That's the important stuff. Keep your eye on the balls, baby. That's where it's at. Keep your eye on it. Let's get. Uh, let's take about 400 calls. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound five sixty. Ira Windbag, yay or nay? Thumbs up or thumbs down? <laughs> oh. Man, if we could get a lot more heat intensive. Thank God, you know, uh, I shouldn't say that because they're ahead three games to two now, right, Josh? Yeah. yeah. So if they, if they win that series, which they're one game away from, that means it continues. You know, I, I, wish, I wish they would just lose already. Just, just get it over with. Not that I care one way or the other. I don't root for them or against them because I'm not interested in that crap. But it just, just get it over with so we can talk a lot about important stuff like the Marlins. 
WQAM, hello. I hate the morning. Yeah? Okay, well, good for you. So how do you like that? See my psychic powers again? I hate the Marlins. We're already talking more about the Marlins. 5670560, and we hate you too, by the way. And Tom560 and the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. That was David Sampson doing a voice. Just trying to stir the pot. If you stir it, if you sift out the seeds, George will smoke it. That's right. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, I want to talk to Neil. Speaking. Hello. Yes, sir. Last night on... Um... The Daily Show with John Stewart, Madeline Albright was on. Yeah. And she was awesome. She basically said that uh, Bush uh, is feels that he it's God's will that he's in in the uh, White House, and that he doesn't have to uh, question anything or anyone because whatever he does is right because it's basically ordained by God. Right. And said that they had this um, meeting of uh, thirteen prior. Uh, you know, White House chiefs, uh, secretaries of state and everything. They thought it was going to be a, uh, a given thing. It turned into a briefing, and he basically told them how great everything was going in Iraq and the whole bit and what a great job he's doing. When she finally got in front of him, she told him to agreed that they had no exit strategy. They didn't have enough troops when they went in. He was anticipating dancing in the streets and uh, didn't Don't happen. forget the candy and flowers, man. That's exactly right. And basically, when she... Uh, she said she wasn't going to be a potted plant. She was going to tell him how she felt. He basically told her, well, I flat out disagree, let the press in, and summarily dismissed her. Uh-huh. It was really a great interview. You go, Madeline. Yeah, she's, uh, she was hot. We need more of her. But, you know, really was hot. some insight into this guy's arrogance. Okay, thanks, Pally. Bye. Good luck to you. Ooh, what did he say? But. But, 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 but. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. There's always a big but. Right, in the middle of everything, okay? I think Madeline might have one herself. And pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. He said Madeline was hot. I don't. I don't believe that part of it, but the rest I agree with. WQAM, hello. She was about as hot as Condo Leaser. QAM, hello. Okay, thank you. Neil. QAM, yes. How you doing? Okay. Dude, what happened at a commercial we used to play on Zeta? How much did that dog on the menu? The yeah. one with the barbecue tail. Uh huh. Just bring me that dog on the menu and bring us out over there, cat. You know that one? You know that one, Neil? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Neil? Okay. What? But he's trying to say is he got his part of the shipment a little bit late. I see. Late. He's talking about the Cafeteria Santeria is what he's talking about. Am I going to play? No, I don't. No. no. WQAM, hello. It's raining. Let me pick up. QAM. It's raining. Pick it up. Hi. Um, I have a story to tell Neil. Yeah. Um, I just got back from um, Florence, Italy. I was studying abroad there, and um, I went on a weekend trip, and I was just, um, his name got brought up randomly with uh, somebody I was traveling with. I just thought it'd be neat to tell him, just all the way in Italy. Well, you're talking to him. Well, how how would anybody bring up my name in Italy? Nobody there knows me. Guess again. (laughs) Well, um, I I went on this weekend trip to Cinque Terre um, in northern Italy, and I was with four other people um, that I was living with in Florence, and um, my friend was just telling me this um, random story, some um, interesting fact, and um, she... Random random stories? Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Where did you hear that? And she was like, well, actually, um, my dad always listens to this crazy guy in Miami on the radio, and I was like, really? I was like, what's his name? And she couldn't think of your name right away, and I was like... Is it Neil Rogers? 
And uh, and she's like, yes, that's the guy's name. That that's him. And um, here we are hiking on this five-hour hike in Terra. And we ended up talking about you, Neil. Um, and I was like, my dad loves him. I grew up listening to him, going to work with my dad. My dad's a sign painter. And um, I just thought it was um, just like an interesting thing that you might want to hear that you're being talked about all the way over. In other words, they love me in Italy. They're not too big on me in Florida anymore, but they love me in Italia. Oh, they love you, they love you all over the world, Neil. All right. <laughs> Thanks, sweetheart. No problem. Have a great day. Hasta luego. <laughs> Thanks. Adios. Ciao. Ciao. How do you like that? Okay. I'm big in Italia, baby. In Firenze, or whatever the hell she was talking about. Somewhere else. 1,080 votes on the poll. Yeah, we got people listening all over the world. Of course, in uh, the building, we don't have anybody listening. <laughs> oh, they're listening in Italy, baby. They're monitoring in Saudi Arabia, them ragheads over there. I, I think that the, um, you know, when we look at that on the stats page, yeah. it's got to be uh, troops, U.S. troops over there, isn't it? Right, I imagine. Yeah, that, that's, uh, I mean, those raghead Saudis, we certainly hope that they're not listening, because we're going to come and get you bastards, I'll tell you that right now. Maybe they're just monitoring. Hope that Bandar Bush really enjoys his uh, falafel at lunchtime today. Of course, it's uh, way ahead at dinner time, because I got news for you, man. We're going to go in there, and we're going to hook up our tube to your uh, oil uh, fields, and we're going we're gonna to have like 12 cents a gallon, just like in Venezuela. Three cents a liter, because they do it by the liter there, like the rest right. of the world, as opposed to the U.S., which does everything their own way. Mm-hmm. Three cents a liter in Venezuela for gas. How do you like that? I'll take it. Take me to your leader. Hugo Chavez for president, baby. And they're knocking Cindy Sheehan, man. I got new... She's got more balls in one arm than uh, th this whole government's got in her whole damn uh, ass. So it's, it's scary, you know? She's got balls under each armpit. Just probably like Donna Shalali, too. That's probably why Donna got so PO'd about those billboards we had up there. Sure. That's disgusting. The University of Miami doesn't want to be connected with a billboard campaign that says we've got balls. Take our uh, thing off of there right away. And so we left the billboards up and we just took the UM logo off, which I thought yeah. that was one of the ballsiest things we ever did. An excellent plan. That was a good idea. Of course, that was the previous regime. This is Neil Rogers. As opposed to. This is 562 AM. Suck it in and hold it. People want to make me go Talking about my immigration But I still got some lawns to mow Talking about my immigration The jobs I do, man, they're awfully hard Talking about my immigration Won't nobody ask for my green card Talking about my immigration My immigration My immigration is They want me to go away Talking about my but who's gonna work for this kind of pay? Talking about my immigration. If you can build a wall around your whole nation. Talking about my immigration. Digging tunnels is my other occupation. Talking about my immigration. My immigration. <laughs> Alienation, baby. Hey, mister. You some dishes wash, man? <laughs> cut your bushes. Somebody will cut the bushes. Look at that, U.S. civilian contractor, two others killed in Nasiriya, Iraq. Everything I thought was going well over there. Oh, we're fine. Everything's going really well. Uh, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singing the wireless line. Fourteen till noon already. Well, this thing is just flying by. You know, it seems like we only sat down here what twenty thirty hours ago at least. Five six seven. I just gave the number out. I'm giving it again because I don't see too much happening on there, and we want to take a real flurry, don't we? How about those uh, sabers, huh? Oh! Woo! 
What a spanking they gave the Flyers last night in that obnoxious Bobby Clark. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God, I watched two seconds of that. Uh, did you really? Well, because my friend is from Buffalo, and he cared about it. Sabres kicking ass, baby. Uh, Rick Jannarette was just ballistic. Uh, he was great, as always. And then, of course, what was the other game? Oh, in Carolina, nothing could be finer than a win by Carolina as they eliminate those unctuous Montreal Frog Canadians. All you hockey people down there, you must really be uh, in having a field day. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I hear you callers calling in, and it's like, uh, well, the thing to do is not to care about these things, like the oil and all this other stuff. They mm -hmm. care too much, and there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. It's like, for example, me, I switched to a motorcycle, $50, like 50 gallons, you know, 50 miles per gallon. Uh -huh. And when that's done, I'll switch to a tricycle. Right. And when the dollar is worthless, old Jeb Bush passed that gun law, so then, you know, everything will work out in the end. Yeah, just go out and kill some people, right? Yeah, just go out and take what you want. That's right. Now you're you know, talking. Walk wherever you want and take what you want, like Mad Max, and that's the uh -huh. way to do it. But the more they care, the less gets done, and, you know, nothing, everything will continue on the same path as always. Well, at least at least these people are flapping their gums a little bit, you know, as opposed to just burning their head in the sand. That, that's all I can say. Remember, they're making sounds, like, like yeah. the one George just made. Down the same path as always. Right, that's correct. Yeah, so they stormed the Bastille. Nothing's gonna get done. Kind of like us, kind of like us here at QAM, man. Down the same path. You, you ever watch water go down the drain? Yeah. <laughs> and it just accelerates in speed, and you're like down a bathtub, and just go faster and faster. Uh, that does. Good luck, you guys. I'll see you at the OK Corral. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of a bathtub analogy. Truly. Yeah. No I'm, I'm, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like in a bathtub or like in a sink. Sure. You fill up the sink, and then you you push that little plunger thing in, and you open it up, and then the water goes down, and you watch it, and it goes faster and faster, and, that, mm -hmm. and that's us. And these people are still like, but a beep, but a boop. I mean, you know, and I, like I said before, I'm not going to get all bent out of shape because there's nothing we can do. But it's just, right. just amazing to me that they're just, uh, they haven't got a clue. Although we got Geldia, too, which rhymes with... Clue. And speaking of that, here's the real, here's the promise. Here, here's the best part. And thanks to whoever sent this in. See, now here's the facts we got this morning that was worthwhile. As opposed to that Bonnie that kept sending that stupid-ass five-page fax over and over. Well, what, what, why do they think, if they think they faxed it like 40 times, that it's going to oh, be 40 they, times better chance? They've got chance a setting like... on their fax machine or their computer software to keep retrying if it gets canceled. But, what, what do you mean retrying? If it gets canceled, you, like, so I oh. reach over there and cancel it, and, oh, no, it's going to start over from the beginning. See, that's your first mistake, yeah, that cancel thing. Well, just uh, like the five, five pages is better than, like, 80. I you know? know. But you never know when they've got that setting set there until, uh, you know, oh. it comes through We're again. We're going to find Bonnie and just kick her ass, you know? I kick your ass. That's right. Here's the story, though. Paul, a third of youths can't find Louisiana on the map. A third. But, by the way, that wasn't facts. That was emailed, so. Oh, it's been an email. How's your... Did you get a response from Norma? No. No. Almost noon. It's it's about 10 minutes before noon. And this is the game that we keep going through day and after day. And if you wonder why we just we sound exasperated and palpitated and foaming at the mouth, you know, you can't get an answer to anything. And like I said before, if you don't get a response by noon, I'm not sending him any more money. I was going to take care of your deal. I owe him a little bit more for this year. I, I'm just not going to send it to him. I'll wait until I'm good and ready. I got I got plenty of cash right now, man. I'm swimming in a sea of cash. I'm, I'm drowning in it. But he ain't getting any because he keeps playing this game. If he's got your contract, why does he email me about it? Why doesn't he return your because phone call messages? And why doesn't he email you and respond to the email that you sent him at the proper email address yesterday, George? 
Because he doesn't want to talk to me. Well, then why does he keep telling me that he wants to talk to you? So that you'll rip him on the air. What a jackass. What a faggot. You fairy. God. Anyway, can I get back to this? This is a very important story. Yes, it is. And you're hocking with his normal Ken crap, some silly-ass pansy, with his flamboyant lifestyle. Yeah, flamboyant my ass. His ass. That's what I heard. Despite the wall-to-wall coverage of the damage from Hurricane Katrina, nearly a third of young Americans recently pulled couldn't locate Louisiana on a map, and nearly half were unable to identify Mississippi. See, I can understand Mississippi, because Mississippi and Alabama are side by each, and they look very much alike, except they're facing in different directions. But Louisiana, I mean, Louisiana, like, sticks right out there into the Gulf. You know, it, it protrudes. Americans yeah. between the ages of 18, I mean, like Florida. You know, Florida is very distinct. It sticks down there into the Caribbean, and it's like uh, the peninsula, peninsula. Americans between the ages of 18 and 24 fared even worse with foreign locations. Six out of ten couldn't find Iraq, according to a Roper poll conducted for National Geographic. They couldn't find Iraq. Give them a compass and a road map, and they still couldn't find it. They couldn't find their ass with your hands. Now, let's see, it's 18 to 24. Well, some of them maybe will give it a shot. Geographic illiteracy impacts our economic well-being. Geographic illiteracy, amen, and ain't getting no better. Relationships with other nations and the environment isolates us from the world. National Geographic President John Fahey, what if he's kin to Bill Fahey, said announcing a program to help remedy the problem. It's hoping to enlist businesses, nonprofit groups, and educators in a bid to improve geographic literacy. Planned is a five-year multimedia campaign called My Wonderful World that will target children 8 to 17. The goal is to motivate parents and educators to expand geographic offerings in school, at home, and in their communities. They'll have their task cut out for them, judging by the results of the survey of 510 peoples interviewed in December and January. Among the findings, Zion America, baby. A third of respondents couldn't pinpoint Louisiana on a map, and 48% unable to locate Mississippi with or without a banjo on their knee. You know what Rick Weaver said? It's a treat to beat your feet on that Mississippi mud. Uh-huh. Fewer than 3 in 10 think it's important to know locations of countries in the news, and just 14% believe speaking other languages. Actually, what Rick Weaver said is that that was a terrible thing, but since he and his wife are both dead, can I say it on the ear? Say what? I don't know what you're going to say. That he was getting more action when he moved to Mississippi than he was when he was married. Oh, yeah, he did say that. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's an insensitive thing to say when your wife has died, but, you know, she was dead anyway, so she didn't care. And he's dead. Right. Fewer than, and also Louis Rukeyser's dead. And the way I'm feeling now with my neck, I think pretty soon I'm going to be dead. Then Tom Jick will write a big piece. Oh, that Neil, man, he was really... Fewer than three in ten think it important to know. And I only had one call about my neck today, and that was the guy with that... Although it was a good one about mineralized right off the get-go. That was good. Mm -hmm. Thank you, sir. There's a guy that cares. The rest of these people, callous and indifferent. That's the South Florida effing way. Fewer than three out of ten think it's important to know locations of countries in the news. That, that's pathetic. Fewer than three in ten. And just 14% yeah. believe speaking another language is a necessary skill. Oh, speaking another language, like English, you mean? Right. Two-thirds didn't know that the earthquake that killed 70,000 people in October of last year occurred in Pakistan. Six out of ten couldn't find Iraq on a map of the Middle East. While the outsourcing of jobs, the, the, this is just, I, I would just want to cry. I want to fall in the flow and just cry. While the outsourcing of jobs to India has been a major U.S. business story, 47% couldn't find the Indian subcontinent on a map of Asia. Oh, uh -huh. I think I'm going to have a relapse. You know, every few years we get a story like this. So you think I know, it ain't getting no better. Do, yeah, you think that somebody's going to no. address that problem? No. And no. This no. is what they want, though. The powers that be, this is exactly Keep how they want Keep them stupid, it, right? baby. Right. Keep them watching a lot of crap. Keep them watching uh, Survivor uh, Canandaigua. 
While Israeli-Palestinian strife has been in the news for the entire lives of the respondents, 75% were unable to locate Israel on a map of the Middle East. Oi! Nearly three-quarters incorrectly named English as the most widely spoken native language, as opposed to, say, like Sanskrit. Six in ten did not know the border between North and South Korea is the most heavily fortified in the world. Here, this, this right here, this is the best. 30% thought the most heavily fortified border was between the United States and Mexico. <laughs> oh, look at that. They, they keep showing his toilet there on CNN. What if, That's Parker. Oh, there's a the man going to the toilet seat at Walmart. Remember we had that story? Yeah. Strange advice, but purpose. good advice when there's a glue-toting criminal on the loose. I think there's some uh, pretty sick people out in the world to do something as strange as that. What the person did is leave glue on a toilet seat at this Salisbury Walmart store. Super good. The shopper got help only after a store employee entered the bathroom and heard the 20-year-old man pounding on the stall door. Now, the fire department responded here to the Walmart. They didn't just transport the patient, though. They transported the toilet seat, too. That had to be removed at the hospital. Takes a while to get off. People around town are talking about it. I thought my body was messing with me. You didn't think it was true? No. What may seem like a prank is no joke to police. Back on April Fool's Day, a similar incident happened here at a Denny's restaurant. We had that story, man, and now they're doing it again. It's going around. That time, a 39-year-old man was the victim. If not funny, we do take it seriously. So seriously that the person responsible could go to jail. Good. In fact, you know, if I found him... I kick your ass. That's right. Blew in somebody's ass to a toilet seat. Shame on you. Anyway, again, 30% thought the most heavily fortified border was between the U.S. and Mexico. I guess that, that was before our Monday. Yeah, it's vitamin fortified, maybe. Joining in the effort to improve geographic knowledge will be the 4-H, American Federation of Teachers, Asia Society, Association of American Geographers, the NBA... National Council of La, La Raza, National PTA, the Smithsonian Institute, and others. Geography exposes children and adults to diverse cultures, different ideas, and the exchange of knowledge from around the world, said Anna Maria Westlack, president of the National PTA. The campaign will make sure our children get their geography so they can become familiar with other cultures during their school years and move comfortably and confidently in a global economy as yeah. adults. Right. This is Neil Rogers. You go, Anna. This she obviously got her part of the shipment. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. And now, some definitive reasons why 24 rules and the Sopranos sucks. First, Jack Bauer intimidates and interrogates witnesses. This is the last chance you've got to talk to me before I'm done with you. While Tony Soprano eats Chinese food with his wife. I don't know about you, but ever since we found this place, I catch myself fantasizing about this. Me too. Sometimes doing sex. Jack Bauer abducts witnesses and threatens to kill them. Make a sound, and I will blow your brains out all over the windshield. While Vito talks about his workout routine. Five minutes at no incline. Then I switch to full uphill for my cardio. Jack Bauer worries about the most important vehicle in the United States. What's Air Force One just hit? What Air Force One just hit? While the Sopranos shills the Porsche Cayenne. Is this the new Porsche? Cayenne Turbo. I got the 4.5 liter V8. Wasn't sure about the color, so I took a shot. Tony, I love it. It's gorgeous. What a car! Jack Bauer gets pissed. Damn it! While Tony Soprano goes to his shrink. You tried to smother your mother with a pillow. I grabbed a pillow, but... 
just to keep my hands occupied. And these are just a few of the reasons why 24 rules and the Sopranos sucks. You know, I find the uh, great self-diagnosis. It's my QAM allergies. Is that what it is? Because it's only when I'm in this room that I feel really huh. crappy. When I get up and walk around, like I just walked into, you know, out of here. Maybe that's what I've been suffering from. Man, and I, I felt pretty good. And then I came back in here and sat down, and all of a sudden my the neck, you know, my shoulder. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Aches and pains. I think it's QM allergy. Got to be psychoschematic. Psychoschematic. That could be it. We got 1,130 votes on there. My God, that's pretty impressive, if you ask me. 1,130. That's more listeners than we have in some day parts. All week. In some gay parts. There's a great story coming over that's of special interest to you. And I, yeah. I clicked. Well, it's on the Sun Sentinel. I hate to break the news to you. Is that the uh, so Mexican I clicked, uh, story? I clicked. You, know, you saw it already? It was on the news last night. About the drugs? Yes. Oh, then who cares? Maybe that's why it's not printing out yet. Well, no, it's important. In a bid to curb trafficking, Mexico to allow use of most drugs. I clicked the uh, to print it like during the break, early part of the break. It's still not doing anything. Huh. That's how much luck I'm having with this uh, Sun Sentinel website. It sucks. So, uh, oh, now, now, <laughs> now it's going to print. You want to know how I know that? How do you know that? Because this particular printer, um, fax, etc., is plugged into the same outlet as one light I have on the wall. Okay. And when it's going to print, the oh, light, the light flickers a little bit. It's Florida <laughs> flickering light. It's Toronto flickering light. And so now it's printing out. So it would be a lot because it would be bad on my neck to have to read it off the uh, computer, you know, off of that monitor. Mm-hmm, yeah, Although it is a lovely monitor, though. It's my nice new NEC monitor I told you about. Mm-hmm. I think I ought to replace all of these monitors. You know, of course, that would indicate I may plan on being here more than a month. Mexican president, speaking of more than a month, man, it's not too far from the middle of June. And, of course, at that point, when I go on vacation and then come back to that summer schedule in Georgia's on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm holding on for, man. I'm hanging on for the summer schedule. And then I'm going to hire a hitman. I'm going to hire Luca Brasi to go in and clean that place out. Do some serious work in that joint. And by the way, noon has come and gone. Have you received an email from Norma? No. Although, let me check right now. Yeah, check it right now. I just no. checked it again. There was an email from TomPayne.com, but nothing from Norma Kent. You fairy. So, Ooh, I, guess that means, I guess that means I can have a wild day at the Woodbine today. I can just go nuts. I don't have to worry about that extra cash for Norma. Well, he must be pretty flush. Mexican President Vicente Fox, who's a real gangster and a crook, will sign a bill that would legalize the use of nearly every drug and narcotic sold by the same Mexican cartels he's vowed to fight during his five years in ORF, as a spokesman said yesterday, and you already saw this story. Right, but I want to know more. Like, oh. Will they be selling it in stores? Well, here's a list. And can I order it uh, through the Internet? Uh. The list of illegal drugs approved for personal consumption by Mexico's... Con- oh, we're going to be seeing a reversal of that trend across the Mexican border. <laughs> I have- oh, yeah. They're going to be, come on down. The list of illegal drugs approved for personal consumption by Mexico's Congress last week is enough to make somebody dizzy or worse, says Sam Enrique, as this story appeared in the L.A. Times. Reprinted, of course, in the Sun Sentinel, because what do they know? Cocaine, heroin, LSD, marijuana, PCP, opium, synthetic opiates, mescaline, peyote, uh, psilocybin mushrooms, which I have no idea what, uh, magic mushrooms. Magic mushrooms, right amphetamines, methamphetamines, and the per-person amounts approved for possession by anyone 18 or older could easily turn any college party into an all-nighter. Half a gram of Coke, a couple of ecstasy pills, several doses of LSD, a few marijuana joints, a spoonful of heroin, a partridge in a pear tree, five grams of opium, and more than two pounds of peyote, the hallucinogenic cactus. Watch out for the pricks. That's right. The law would be among the most permissive in the world, putting Mexico in the company of the Netherlands. Oh, no. Needle-ons. 
Did I did I mention on the air about the piece that I saw? It was on, I think it was on NBC News a couple nights ago about the immigration thing. No. And they were talking about countries that have very strict, much, much stricter immigration policies like the Netherlands. And they were showing that there's a two-hour video that you have to watch and then pass a test before you're allowed to. Oh, to... we were talking about it. I don't know if you did mention it on the air. I don't think it was on the air, though. The tolerance video there? Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 for example, the people from, like, the Middle Eastern countries, like from Turkey and um, mm-hmm. some of those schmata heads, uh, they were saying, oh, well, we could never uh, pass that test because yeah. if our friends back home or our families knew that we were living in that kind of a permissive society, uh-huh. they would, like, reject us and turn us out. Don't they have, like, men holding hands and kissing? And, uh, Probably. No, like they that. didn't have anything about men holding hands. That's what I heard on they, the story. Well, that's it. absolutely wrong, okay? All right. You don't have to go to the Netherlands to see men holding no, hands. You can see that right here in the I know that, week, but okay? the point was that uh, they show that on the video and say that this is the kind of stuff that goes on. Oh, so you well, better but be they able didn't show the whole it. video. I, okay. I know they showed, and, of course, on NBC News, they blotted out the boobies, but they showed boobies, and they showed uh, uh, women swimming naked, and they showed the uh, red light district, and they showed the hookers, which are a few blotted out things. And they showed the people smoking big fat ones out there in the open uh, by, uh, on the dam rack. And then the guy got the bada beep, bada boop, and, you know, go back where you came from, okay, raghead? Critics, including U.S. drug policy officials, of course, already are worrying that it'll spur a domestic addiction problem, make Mexico a narco-tourism destination. Even the Netherlands, famous for coffee houses that sell small quantities of potent marijuana and hashish, forbids the possession and sale of narcotics. That is correct. Yeah. Coke? Ecstasy? Viagra? Oh, my God. It's just, if you could, if you could see those people, and I use the word people so loosely. Well, maybe someday when you and Josh go to Amsterdam, you will. That's right. I'll be looking for those people. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, they're looking for you. <laughs> I have a feeling we'll find each other. Colombia allows personal use of marijuana, cocaine, and heroin, but not LSD or PCP or TCB or TSOP. Selling drugs or using them in public would still be a crime in Mexico. Anyone possessing drugs still could be held for questioning by the police. And, of course, when you go to jail in Mexico, that was in that story they had about the child uh, um, prostitution the other night. Yeah. They, they just throw your ass in there and, uh, you know, maybe you get a trial, maybe not. And then after a while, when you start to die, there were two, two guys died in there, although I think they deserved it. Anyone possessing drugs could still be held for questioning by police. Each state could impose fines even on the permitted quantities, the bill stipulates, but it includes no prison penalties. Maybe they'll slap on the wrist. Maybe they'll take away your straw hat. Lawmakers who voted for decriminalization, some of whom have expressed, maybe they'll pee in your uh, burritos, I don't know. Some of whom have expressed surprise over the details of the bill, said it would be the first time empower, the, the first time to empower local police to make drug arrests and allow law enforcement in general to focus on intercepting large drug shipment and major drug. Th- this makes no sense at all. This is in the Sun Center. Like at all, all the, this paragraph is totally a bogus. The law constitutes an important step forward by the Mexican state in its battle against drug dealing, said Eduardo Medina Mora, Secretary of Public Security and Mexico's top law enforcement officer. Presidential spokesman Ruben Aguilar said Tuesday that Fox would sign the measure, calling it an important tool in the fight against drug trafficking. Fox has avoided public comments on the bill, did not attend news conference about it. He's a crook. Silvio Berlusconi is out in Italy. He finally resigned at it. Had that yesterday. Silvio Berlusconi, another crook. George W. Bush, another crook. Uh, Vladimir, uh, Valerie Poontang, another crook. Most of the people in charge all over. Uh, Stephen Harper in Canada, another crook. Should I go on? Yes. Would you? No. What are we, what are we, you know, what are you going to do about it? You fair boy. I was going to take, uh, yeah, I was going to take a whole bunch of calls here, but then again, you know, we get to this point, now we yeah. got to wait for the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. delay. Delay. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. What are you going to do? Nice college boy, eh? 
They want to get mixed up in the family business? Huh? Now you want to gun down a police captain? Why, because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Huh? What do you think, this is the army where you shoot him a mile away? You got to get him close like this. And bing, you blow their brains all over your nice side relief suit. Come in. You're taking us very close. <laughs> oh, my God. I may have to watch that again this weekend, all three yeah. parts. I may have to watch the unexpert yeah, version. It's, a, it's still as good. It's still every, just yeah. as good as good, even from the opening scene, Don Corleone. Very, very dark. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if there was any critique of that movie, but the only, the only problem is that it's supposed to be that way. Very dark, yeah, and the audio is very room, hard right? to understand. Especially now, if I watch it now with my ears plugged up, I probably couldn't understand it. I believe in the man. Don Corleone. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I think I'm going to move to Mexico. Yeah, it sounds like it. I sound like yeah, a big, a big, a big, a big rush. Big rush, if you pardon that expression. Thanks a lot, Neil. Okay, didn't say anything about oxys in there. Oh, great call. That was it. Two good ones in a row. And you notice the other one, uh, who actually did make an attempt a few days ago to say something <laughs> for the first time in years. Uh, since we're punching up the call screenless, he could say whatever the hell he wanted if he had anything to say, but it has nothing to say. Yeah, <laughs> so this business is about what you will put him on. How, right. how many years since we were screening calls? About 100? 100, right. Yeah, so obviously, uh, Coke bottle eyes, you've got nothing to say. I know what he's going to say. No, no, I know what he's going to say. I have no life. Yeah, probably not that good of a voice, but same general gist. 1155, well, that's that's scary. That's that station, WNMA, that there was that big piece in the Herald about, about that uh, Colombian program, and but no speaking English. They, I guarantee you they don't have 1155 listeners all over the world, much less in South Florida. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I was over in uh, Carroll City this weekend at the store. We were smoking and drinking, and one of my homeboys brought you up, and I was like, man, I know Neil, man, he's down like four flat tires, and I was like, man, he's cooler than a polar bear's toenails. So yeah, okay, great. Uh -huh. Good phony accent. I just say that the other day, too. Yeah, cooler than a polar bear's toenail. Oh, I think my neck started acting up again. Maybe uh -oh. it's the phone that I'm allergic to. Maybe we should just take this whole phone system and just toss it out the window. Oh, those pigeons are out there uh, dropping stuff on my patio. God, do I hate pigeons, man. I just, they are just nasty. Dropping a uh, load. Maybe uh, for your birthday next year, I'll get you a BB gun. Good. Dropping a momento. Doi, 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 doi. Man. In fact, the other day, I was, like, walking down the street, and there was a, a the pigeons are all over the place here. I, I guess any big city. And, and, and sometimes they're busy, like, uh, you know, uh, potchking around looking for, like, a, a piece of bread or something on the street. They don't want to get out of, the, out of your way. Right. So I damn near walked into the damn thing, and it, like, flooded away, and I, I was sure as it flew over my head. I was just waiting, but it didn't happen, you know. I kind of, like, accelerated my pace. I thought it was going to drop me a souvenir, but it didn't happen. Just out of spite, you know. I, I think it's like a message. Like Joey Zaza, going to send me a message? See, what I tell you about Andy Garcia? Remember when he was, like, down there in Little, in, uh, not Little Havana? Where the hell was it? I, I guess that's Little Havana. I guess. I don't know. Where the uh, family, the, mm -hmm. the Miami family was. Like, there's another example of the, of the uh, media. The Miami family, that whole alien business. Well, well what the hell is that? That's yeah. like the that, that's like the day without immigrants. It's the same mm -hmm. crap. The media comes up with these cliches, most of which are total distortions and lies, and then they just keep pounding and pounding. You know, I wish I could remember all the uh, slogans they had under during the alien days, man. They, they had more of that same crap. Remember that? Mm -hmm. But we sure could use that again. Oh my God! Let, let, let's have let's have somebody else go out there in the ocean and float up on a rubber raft. Okay. You, 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 no, yeah, no, you're too old. Some, some punk. And you could be yeah. like the next alien and we're like get everybody whipped up and we'll have people calling in those same people that we never heard from again. And... <laughs> oh, it was great. 
Hey, with lightning quick speeds, latest features and security, Comcast high-speed Internet leaves DSL in the dust. And today you can get on board for just $9.95 a month for two months. With an always-on connection speed of 6 megabytes, Comcast high-speed Internet is up to four times faster than DSL 1.5 and up to 100 times faster than dial-up. Whether you're downloading music, watching streaming video, playing online games, or just surfing your favorite sites, and we can only imagine what they are, Comcast Reliable Fast Connection means you'll be flying through the Internet. Plus, when you sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet, you'll get instant access to free features like the fan, video mail, Comcast Rhapsody Radio Plus, and up to seven personal email accounts just to be naming a few. Not only that, but you also get McAfee security tools included so you can be assured that your Internet experience is always safe and secure. So what you be waiting for, man? Start doing more quicker than ever. Sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet today for just $9.95 a month for two months. You wonder how you ever manage it without it. In Dade, call 305-COMCAST. And, of course, in prestigious 954-COMCAST. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Coming up tonight, an inside to behind the true Hollywood celebrity music biography profile story. He was in Genesis. Then he went off on his own. You might say it was the genesis of the genius of a member of Genesis. He was Mike and the Mechanics. So Mike has this big hit in 1985, and he comes to me and says, we need another one right away. Well, I got his new idea into the shop, I put it on the lift, and it's a mess. Lead vocalist and mechanic, Paul Carrick. And there was no real hook. The middle eight was blown out, and the chorus was shot. I had to order the part special. I say, look, let me keep it a while, like a year. Finally, the mechanics returned the song at ten times the original written estimate. Well, what are you going to do? These mechanics have you over a barrel. Luckily, it was a hit. So now the pressure's on. It's 1986. Mike wants a hit a year. I said, sorry, not going to happen. First of all, your warranty's expired. Plus, you haven't replaced these notes since you got this thing. I need three years. Finally, in 1989, Mike went to pick up the song. It went to number one. But Mike says, I'm overcharging. He leaves me, starts going to quickie loo. Those substandard bastards. But he never had another hit. So up his... Mike and the mechanics. Come on, Mike, what were you thinking? You get a good mechanic, you don't leave. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight, on Inside the Behind. Boy, talk about a morbid song, man. That in the living years. Yeah, I wish I could have told yeah. the old man a few things in the living years. In fact, maybe he can make a comeback for five minutes. I'd like to tell him a lot of things. Yeah, I'd give him a earful. <laughs> oh. oh, there you go. Did you hear that little beep? Taking yeah. my blood sugar right now. I'm just, I'm just I saying, I, I think I'm going to live when you come right down to it. That's the bad news for all the naysayers out there, all the hate mongers. Oh, and you know what it says? Error. Oh, I knew, I knew I did it wrong. Why you're not going to live. Enough, I didn't have a big enough drop. Remember uh, Marlon Brando? Just a drop. Remember that? Right. When they were sitting outside there and he poured him a little wine. Just a drop. He was he was so good in that movie that it defies, it just it just defies the man. And to think that they almost didn't pick him. I know. Who, who did they want? They wanted James Caan to be the they, godfather. Yeah, and, and Coppola had to fight. They had it. Coppola what? Had to fight to make it... Um... Oh, I thought you said something else. I would have sworn you said something else. No, I said fight. Oh, something to begin with an F. He had a fight for uh, Marlon. Well, right. That's good. Not, not blood sugar, not too bad. 
Not great, not sensational, not perfect, but, you know, who the hell is perfect, okay? In other words, I don't want to be too perfect and live too damn long. Got too many of that, uh, too much of that longevity in my family tree. You mm-hmm. know, my illegal alien family? That's right. Oh, that, that, hell, uh, you know, good intentions, I'm sure, and a good guy, and he took a lot of time and effort to write that long, which is why I read, read it all. Right. But, wow, I mean, just so much misinformation it's and so the much... same thing. Uh, they want to attach themselves to the legal immigrants and pretend like there's no difference. Right. B.S., man. Illegal Canada. Oh, that's right. Now, today is Wednesday. Maybe he, maybe he had to go for his... Um, huh? Maybe he had to go for his uh, shock treatments a day early there because we haven't heard from him. Let me go away in Canada. Anybody who speaks like that ought to be deported anyway, okay? Speak in English, you idiot. Mm. Quit with the baby talk. Speak in English. 567 and pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Let's take a real big flurry of call. Let's build it up for Gildy. Well, I'm sure it's going to be quelling from that big heat victory last night. Not too happy about the Marlins losing it, man. They, let's see, they had a homestand there of, um, well, they lost them all. Yes, they did. It's they all over now because they the Rockies tonight. They got swept by the Rockies and then the Phillies. So they lost five in a row at home, including Don Trell blowing a lead and getting blown out there in the eighth inning. And then they blew a lead again last night and got their ass kicked 7-5 to five in front of 6,652 announced. WQAM, hello. Uh, can I speak to Neil, please? Speaking. Me, 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 me. Yeah, okay. So he almost sounded normal until he found out he was on the air, didn't he? Almost. Almost. Right. Yeah, almost like a human. Yeah, we can do it, too. In fact, maybe I should get him back on and we can do a duet. Do it. I mean, duet. No. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, what's happening? Listen, I heard you just got back from Europe. Uh, where'd you go exactly? I, I did not just get back from Europe. There was a lady who was calling. She said she just got back from Italy. I didn't just get oh. back from Europe. Okay, I guess because I thought you were on your vacation. No, I just took. Uh, I just came back from my first trip uh, out in Germany. Uh, it was pretty nice. I got back. Out, out in Germany, ago. where? Like in a city, or just out in the uh, wilderness? I went to Nuremberg and Munich, and I also went to Prague, which uh, is a. Probably the most beautiful city I've ever seen. It's really gorgeous. Uh, definitely, I would recommend going there. Czech Republic, so, man, Prague. Oh, not yeah. too far. Not too far from Berlin, as a matter of fact. Now, how come if you were in Germany and you went to Prague as well, how come you didn't go to Berlin? Um, at just time because I was only out there for a week. So that's uh, where it's at, know. man. Berlin and Cologne. Those are the two great cities in Germany. You, 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 it'll make your eyes fall out of your head. I'm telling you. All right, well, next time around, uh, okay? Get some of that good bratwurst, man. Some of that currywurst. All right, fair enough, man. Okay. Thanks a lot, pal. Prague's where it's at. You can get a a trash can full of beer out there for like 70 cents. You've been in Prague? No, no, but I've heard. Oh, so in other words, somebody tells you something, Serato. You you better go over there and check it out for yourself. I got a friend that's going to Prague in August. I hear it's fantastic. Tell them to bring back some beer. Fantastic what? A lot of sex and booze and drugs? Is that what you're saying? This is a good vacation for me. Oh, well, how about Amsterdam? they got plenty of booze. In fact, you get up in the morning if you want to get up early. Of course, you wouldn't be getting up before noon, but I do. You get up like maybe 9.30. And you wander around. And you go out and walking around Amsterdam. And then at 9.30 in the morning, there's all these, uh, especially the Brits, they're sitting out there. What the hell is the name of that? Uh, not the Green Lizard place. That's Mad Dog's place. There's a place called, oh, it's right up, uh, it's right kitty corner from uh, Chiquita's, uh, Dirty Chiquita's Sex Shop, where they just have a bunch of big dildos hanging in the window. Is that like a Dirty Sanchez? But no, I, it's a very famous uh, bar, and I guess they got a restaurant, but who the hell wants to eat the food in an Amsterdam restaurant? But is it Dirty Nellie's? No, that's a different one. But anyway, they're all sitting out there, and they're, they're drinking a big uh, uh, mugs of beer at 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. See, one thing about in Europe, man, not only do they love their beer, but they get an early start. Amsterdam, Germany, the same thing, man. 
big, big mugs of beer. And you know what kind of beer they're drinking in Amsterdam, Josh? I don't. George knows. Heineken! That's it. Town says no to Busty Mermaid statue. Oh, I wonder if John Ashcroft knows about this. Get the old sheet out and cover it up. He's got uh, several sheets. He used them for different occasions. The white sheets, we know what he uses those for. Wellington, Florida. Oh, my God, Wellington. The big busted bronze mermaid, the siren, will not return to the Wellington Community Center. A Wellington official has sunk an effort to resurrect the life-size sea temptress at the center. Artist Norman Gitson said the town must have gotten tired of the bad publicity. The siren was the marquee exhibit at Wellington's inaugural Art in Pubic Places program. It drew media attention and the, uh, what does that say? Oh, and the scorn oh. from a, well, a very bad copy. And the scorn from a few residents early last summer because of a top-heavy bust line. The sculpture appeared on CNN had a mention in Playboy. Uh, Gitson added nipples to the statue last month while I was on loan to Palm Beach International Sculpture Biennial at Wellington Green. The city warned Gitson to remove the nipples before returning the mermaid. <laughs> Gitson said he was negotiating to sell the nipples for a charity auction oh, until he got a call from a city official telling him the siren was no longer needed. Oh, my God. And we're talking about Europe and the U.S. If you had any idea... Even the difference between here and the U.S. I mean, this this hysteria about nudity and about boobies and nipples and pot <laughs> and all. It, boobies. You know, I realize America is not a very old country, but it's time to grow up America already. Or just go to the backyard and grow some good stuff. I mean, cut the crap. Jesus. God Almighty. I mean, even back in, in, in the in the days of the Roman Empire, Dave Pallone, who was also gay. Uh, you know, all those Michelangelo, of course, he was also gay. But, you know. You had all those uh, organs and nipples and boobs and all the naked people, man. Okay. All those, all those murals. Uh, in fact, if you oh go to God. Europe in any any city worth its salt, there's a whole bunch of naked statues out there, like in Rome, all the piazzas, Piazza della Repubblica, Piazza this, Piazza. And there's all these naked statues out there. And some of the fountains, for crying out loud, they got some little kid who's like peeing in the fountain. That's where the water comes from. So don't drink it. Oh my God. Oh, look at that. Uh, they, got, they got charges in the uh, church burning cases. The Attorney General says the state intends to make sure that justice will be had. And, you know, uh, justice. So in Alabama, they got, uh, they're going to, you know where Alabama is on the map right there next to Mississippi? Oh, I thought it was next to Oregon. If you think you have termites in your home, call our good friends at Ridded Pest Control today and get yourself a free termite inspection. Now is the beginning of the ugly, nasty termite season when they start chewing up everybody's house. Ridded Pest Control uses that amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. They're gone faster than you can say a Clarabelle's a clown. If you have termites, it's the best possible way to get rid of them, and you don't have to tent your house. I've told you this a million times, man. There's nothing more embarrassing than having to put a big circus tent on your home, speaking of Clarabelle and Bozo the Clown. You don't have to tent your home when you call Ridded. No worrying about poisonous gas. No moving out or staying in hotels for days at a time. No worrying about food or your pets and your health. Because they treat your home with this amazing orange oil, you don't have to leave it all. In fact, when they're done treating your property, the only thing left behind is the clean scent of oranges for just a few days. You'll feel like you're in citrus country. It's true. If you have a termite problem, call Ridded Pest Control right now and find out about this amazing orange oil, this treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. No tenting, no kidding, no BS, no games, just a fantastic, effective job every time. Call right now for a free no-obligation inspection, 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. And when you call, be sure to mention Todd Drex's name. They'll really appreciate that. 1-800-447-4348. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM.
As he's ready to rock and roll, Jackson is now back in the studio working on his first album in five years. The 47-year-old singer has kept a low profile since last year. Rectum. Trump 34, 26 till 1. I've got news. I don't understand. I guess if we have enough money, you can buy off anybody. Right. Because those people over there in Bahrain, those uh, schmatteheads, they, they're not too uh, crazy about his kind. Now, what are you eating now? Granola bar. Oh, well, that's not good for you. I know. It's supposed to be, but it's not. It's not. It was cheap, though. You didn't get any lunch today? What the hell? Are you guys slipping or what? Yeah, I don't know what happened. We're just or is Josh, you're cutting back a little because he's uh, porking up some. No, I don't. I don't know what you're laughing about. I'm looking at, I looked uh, twice at that picture, and I thought to myself, that can't be Josh Cordes because this guy looks pretty porky to me. You're a crazy person. Maybe it's just the expression. Well, we know that. Maybe it's just the expression on your face. You looked really like... like I was uh, caught off guard. They looked, they looked like they lied to you again, you know, for the eight million time. Like they just said, oh, hey, guess what, Josh? Here's your deal over there at Power. I mean, over here at uh, somewhere yeah, they out told, on the street. They told me they were going to screw me, and then they snapped a shot. Boy, I got news for you. <laughs> if, if it wasn't for Joyce, I got a line that would be so sensational right there. But I'll leave that to Duff. You fairy. After years of suing Internet users for downloading songs... By, by the way, speaking of the Internet, did they ever get that straightened out, your Internet thing there? It's still working very slowly. Mm -hmm. Really? Well, why would that be? Because sure. it's got to be the system, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. All over the building. Oh, mm -hmm. boy, that's not doesn't sound too good to me. Sounds like a bell thing again to me. Mm -hmm. After years... <laughs> After years of suing Internet users for downloading songs illegally, the music industry is targeting pirates in 12 cities who copy CDs and DVDs for sale at street corners, flea markets, family-run shops, and even mainstream record stores. Executives identified the cities as Atlanta, Austin, Texas, Chicago, Dallas, Houston, L.A., Miami, New York, Philadelphia, Providence, Rhode Island, San Diego, and San Francisco. Miami. These were selected based on market surveys, earlier raids, and industry reviews of sales data suggesting lost sales over the past five years. We tried to narrow down the areas where we're going to focus, where we find the most piracy, said Brad Buckles. Oh, what a great name, Brad Buckles. Mary Faints and Brad Buckles. Executive Vice President for Anti-Piracy at the Washington-based Recording Industry Association of America, the trade group for the largest labels. The RIAA was releasing details of the new campaign today. The trade group estimates the industry lost a billion dollars in CD sales last year. Oh, by the way, did you didn't get your thing yet, huh? Your no. movie? It's, it's, and no. By the way, it's not a copy. It's not a pirate. I spent money Amazon.com, and I even got a new one. You know, see, I don't send you like some old, crappy, rehashed, uh, old, used one. Right, like I do. What? Well, I sent you a copy. Yeah, and a copy that you sent me a broke-ass mounting, which... Uh, not well, that, that, makes was any a, uh, that was a pirate copy. Uh, huh? That was a pirate copy. Well, obviously. don't be saying that. It's not even out on DVD yet. Yeah, hell, it's not. Is it? Well, just came out this month, I think, uh, Uno de Mayo. I sent it to you like the week it opened. I, I don't want it. I don't want it. And, and by the way, Greg, if you want uh, somebody to see the last part of it, you watch it, okay? Greg Reed, uh, uh, how he can show up there, man, this goes to show what an ego he's got. No brain, all ego. What you, the mess that you left behind. You know, even my little dog, you know, even in his worst days when he left me like a little surprise there in your bedroom especially. 
even he would like you. You'd look at him. You didn't even have to say anything. Just give him a look. He's like, oh, he'd crawl in a corner and like uh, hide for uh, two or three seconds, and then start making a lot of noise. But not Greg. Leaves behind 8,000 gallons of wild, infectious diarrhea in that building, and he's walking around. Hey, tell me a little about you know, Mr. Hotshot. Guess what? We're unimpressed by your mess and your dress. Nice haircut though. The trade group estimates the industry lost a billion dollars in CD sales last year, including more than 300 million in losses blamed on underground sales or illegally copied discs. Police seized more than 5 million illegal CDs and arrested 3,300 people last year. The FBI raided a local music store outside Detroit in November that was selling CDs for 5 bucks apiece. Agents found more than 100 recording drives, nearly 10,000 counterfeit CDs, and 1,400 DVD movies. Oh, I wonder if they, oh you know what else? You're, you're really slacking off. I, I guess I am. Because I guess, didn't somebody tell us that that new Toshiba HD DVD player is out now? That's what they said. Which would mean that the new... Uh, but, but there just are no titles that have interest in. I saw a movie last night, by the way, on my cable called Boogeyman. What tells his name again? Oh, geez. That's embarrassing. I forgot now. I forgot, too. And the movie was fine. The ending sucked. He was from Seventh Heaven. Uh, what tells his name? I like him a lot. A lot. I'm looking. Yeah, what, what was the movie again? It's, it's uh, uh, Boogeyman is the movie with two O's. Of course, your thing is so damn slow... It's got a oh! and another oh, Barry Watson. It just came to me. Okay, and hey, it's Barry Watson. The Needle Watson. Quickly. Yeah, he had Hodgkins, and then he went off of that show Seventh Heaven, and then he went and started making bad movies. The movie is okay, but the ending. See, this is the problem. Show me a movie maker that can make a good ending to a movie. I'll show you a great movie maker. You know, like Hitchcock. Yeah. But the problem is, most movie makers, even the ones that make very good suspenseful. In fact, I got to I got to tell you something. Tell me something. Very seldom do I see, because I've seen all the horror movies and the violent movies, very seldom do I get a movie where you get like a, a chill, you know? Yeah. Like a, oh, yeah. But, but I, about three times in that movie, I got that. Really? You got the chills? Pretty, pretty, yeah, not, not the chills and fever. That's my neck. No, I'm talking about, a, 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 you know, a chill go, the hair on the, well, I don't have any hair, uh, goes up your neck. Something. Huh. Maybe that's because right. I saw Barry Watson. Although, could be. Every, everybody had all their clothes on her. I thought there was going to be one naked scene there, you know, when his girlfriend goes in the bathtub, but then she disappears, you know. Remember the scene? You saw it. You've seen it. Yeah, I forgot all about it. It's okay. I would rate it a, uh, you know, I rated about a 7 for the first two-thirds of it and about a minus 10 for the last, last 15, 20 minutes. The boogeyman. Well, the bottom line is he beat the boogeyman there in the end, and, uh, and then we're not really sure how. Cute, the little girl, though, said, uh, you know, he said, he said to her, he said, when you get scared, I learned as a child, be very quiet and count to five. Remember the little girl in that movie? Mm-hmm. And she, she looked at him and she said, what happens when you get to six? <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of cute. Urban and Latin music is overwhelmingly popular among pirates who copy discs. Probably many of those illegal aliens who are marching around there on Monday were peddling illegal discs. Maybe, I have, maybe that's what my problem is. Maybe I have a slip disc. Representing about 95% of all counterfeit CDs and DVDs seized in raids, according to Buckles, former head of the U.S. Bureau of ATF. Oh, nice job in Waco, by the way. Hell of a job. Almost 40% of this seized last year were Latin CDs. Aha! See what I'm saying? With artists such as Jesse Morales and Los Arenales de San Juan, even though the genre accounts for only 6% of the overall music market, those illegal CDs are especially popular in Texas, California, and Florida, the RIA said. Huh? I just mentioned that in passing. So how do you like that, huh? With your lawbreakers. And I, and I bet you they're doing that on the cheap, too, you know? 
No, they're only doing the finest quality uh, illegal copies of CDs. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, I'll bet. Only using the best materials. Right. In fact, in fact, when you listen to the audio on OCDs, it kind of sounds like the audio on QA and you know, like that. I'll tell you, I'm sure getting worked up. I, uh, I have, you know, I don't have my shoes on, but I'm all dressed. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to find a good machine, man. And then, of course, tonight we got like 14 million in the 649 lotto, and then Super 7 on Friday is 35 million. And if I win either one of those, you're both going to be getting a nice envelope and uh, and a picture of me with waving bye. 1,203 votes on the poll, baby. 1,200 votes on our poll. That's more listeners than they got in the afternoon drive across the street. Of course, the only problem is it's also more than we got. Hey, all you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Poker's got all the gambling action you want and also will feature simulcasting of the Kentucky Derby this Saturday, May 6th. Even people that don't care about horse racing get into the Derby. It's like the World Series, you know, the Stupid Bowl. You don't have to waste any extra gas. You drive any farther than you have to in order to watch and wager on the run for the roses. And don't forget, we'll be talking to Dave Johnson Friday morning, 11 o'clock. What's the horse I like? The one with uh, uh, the Canadian owned, by the way, guy from Calgary owns that horse, Brother Derek with Alex Solis. Pompano Park will feature early bird wagering on the Derby this Friday, May 5th, starting at noon. Then on Saturday, May 6th, Derby Day, you can watch and plunge on the Derby, plus the last two races from Churchill Downs. Come be part of the crowd as they root home the winner and the first leg of the Triple Crown. And Pompano Park will also have free, free past performance pages for the Derby Field, too. Dick Feinberg will read them to you. Located just a half mile from both I-95 and the Florida Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, like always, Pompano Park offers you free admission and free general parking every day. Live harness racing in the great smoker, smoke-free poker room open every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday like today. Poker gets underway noon. In fact, it's going on right now and goes on till midnight. And live racing gets underway nightly, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7.25 at p.m., including tonight. Watch out for Bruce Ra- Ranger, the constant danger. And don't miss out on our, and by the way, I don't care what Dick Feinberg says, Eric Adele's having a hell of a year. Don't miss out on Dollar Night Wednesdays like tonight when draft beer, sodas, hot dogs, and more just a buck apiece starting at 6 p.m. Find Dave Ingraham, give him a compass and a road map. And don't forget to come out this Saturday, May 6th, to watch and wager on the Kentucky Derby at Pompano Harness, the block South Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current racing schedule, call 954-972-2000 or online, pompanopark.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Howard David's a bitch. Forty-nine. Speaking of that, Geldy coming up at two o'clock. And it's going to be like a regular thing, you know what? With Eric Reed at three thirty, talking through his teeth about the Heat and their big win last night against the Bulls. Mad Dog four to six thirty. Marlins on deck at six thirty, and then the Marlins at the Washington Nats at seven o five. 
team that Josh says they couldn't beat in a fixed game. And then Curtis Stevenson follows the game. Following now, and that's because Eddie Kay's on the way to Vegas. All right. Nice going, Eddie. Nice work if you can get it. Sex scandal, snare city attorney. You saw this, of course. Right. Barry Cuton finally faced the law. And by the way, did you get an email yet from Norma? No. No. Oh. Well, let me check right now. Barry. No. <laughs> no. Barry Cuton finally faced the law, and details were extra lurid. Seven months after the discovery of an affidavit disclosing his alleged sexual tryst with a teenage girl, 16, the disgraced North Miami city attorney and one-time gubernatorial candidate was cuffed yesterday just outside his government orifice. The charges, two counts of unlawful sex with a minor, and it wasn't even in West Virginia. And detectives disclosed many tabloid-esque tidbits. This is what the Herald said, because they like to smear and smear everybody. Poor Barry. He thought she was probably like at least 17 and a half. Using a city computer, cute and trolled the Internet. Oh, whatever happened to uh, the weather fairy, by the way? We never heard any more about Miss Kamal. I guess he finally decided to shut up they, and stop uh, making things worse. Yeah, they hit him with a butterfly net and dragged him off. Really? You want to hear the sound he made as they dragged him off in a butterfly All net? Right. <laughs> Using a city computer, cute and trolled the Internet on a site called adultfriendfinder.com. The former state representative also kept his hard drive at least on his hard, in his uh, near his hard drive at least one nude photo of himself posed on a bed. Oh God, what a thought! Jesus, he's an old man. He's older than I am. That's really old, a little bit. Most damning police say Cuton doled out cash, radios, and TVs to have unprotected sex with a 16-year-old girl. The teen told detectives she had sex with him in his Miami Beach condominium, remembering it had it had multiple taxidermy-preserved animals, according to a beach arrest warrant. Cuton's arrest caps a bizarre and politically charged investigation that began in January when affidavit detailing the alleged six mysteriously surfaced in City Hall mailboxes. It was prepared by Cuton, 64, signed by a Hollywood woman who allegedly arranged the sexual encounters with the teenager and notarized by a city employee paralegal. It is not clear who made the affidavit public. The married attorney was booked into Dade County Jail yesterday. He was released after posting $15,000 bond. His attorney, Richard Sharpstein, said Cuton never had sex with the teen and claimed the original affidavit was altered to look more damning toward his client. The arrest was politically motivated by factions that never wanted Cuton as a city attorney, Sharpstein said. He questioned the credibility of the teenager and the Hollywood woman, Roberta Orenbuck, Book, uh, 38, who was arrested in March by Hollywood police and charged with arranging the encounters. The trysts. They're both peddlers of the flesh, and obviously they're peddling their flesh to the state attorney's office to save their own skin, Sharpstein said. Hollywood police detectives have charged Oren Book with procurement of a minor under 16 and living off the earnings of a prostitute. Sounds to me like it's getting hard out there for a pimp. No question. They're also investigating. You know, if you really stop and seriously think about that whole thing, you see, this is the sad part about, what's, about America, what a racist piece of crap it is. If you can convince people that they're making progress and that you're doing good things for them, you see yeah. what I'm saying? The, the fact that there was even ever such a song recorded is a racist, uh, the nasty, horrendous thing. And yet they're worried about lacrosse players and do. Anyway, I don't want to... I don't oh, want to about to play Big Pimpin'. I, I, don't, I don't find it amusing, okay? And I don't find it funny. There, there's nothing funny about pimping or about, uh, you know, and here we're always hearing about, well, women are abused and pornography and this and that. Right. Stop out there for pimping, huh? <laughs> it is. That's what Roberta said. I wonder if she knows Roberta Sherwood. Especially for you. Hollywood police detectives in charge Orrin Buck. I already read that. Uh, they're also investigating Cuton's relationship with her and the teenager. Detectives went on to arrest Cuton yesterday morning. As word leaked and TV news cameras staked out his orifice, detectives left empty-handed. An hour later, he showed up at North Miami Beach Police Headquarters. He was cuffed inside the lobby at the Beach Special Victims Squad Detective Yvette Dominguez. 
Mayor Kevin Burns said he'll ask Hewton to resign. If he doesn't resign, the city council will fire him at next week's meeting. He'll be fired at it. First reported by the Herald in January, the investigation began after copies of the affidavit landed in City Hall mailboxes. The document dated August 18, 2005, said that Cuton paid for sex with Oren Buck, who later arranged encounters with the teen. She ain't no Kathy Willits, I'll tell you that. Thanks, God. On January 9th, Cuton admitted to sex. See, this is what happens with married guys, okay? They have to go outside the marriage and pay for it because they sure ain't getting any at home. Well, they don't have to, but they often do. Well, they don't how, often do you know, how do you know they don't have to? And they don't have to pay for it, I'm saying. No. But they sure ain't getting any at home. You know, she didn't dispute that. Huh? The document dated August, October 18th uh, said that uh, he paid. I just said that. January 9th, he admitted to sex with a teen in a meeting called by Mayor Burns with North Miami Police Chief Gwendolyn Boyd and Assistant Chief Douglas Brown. I wonder if she was, uh, Gwendolyn Boyd is related to, uh, what was his name that played Hopalong Cassidy? Oh, no, that's bad. That's really bad. Boyd. His know. last name was Boyd. Oh, Gabby Hayes and. Uh, Boyd with oh, a Y? No. What? Look up Hopalong Cassidy. Google it. That's bad. That's the first seed of Alzheimer's just set in. See that? I'm getting old and senile. I bet you even Chicken Neck knows who it is. Cuton claimed he thought the girl was 18 and that she showed him ID. He prepared the affidavit because a friend of Overbuck had the Orin Buck threatened to expose him. He paid the man two grand according to the October affidavit. And it goes on and on and on. You know? Poor Barry, you know. A little horny. William? Maybe. What is it? William Boyd. See, that was a tough name, William. Know, Very hard, good. William Boyd. He was Hopalong Cassidy. Don't you remember old Hoppy? No. No. During the break, I'm going to look on that disc I got, you know, with the real old radio thing. I'm going to see if I got the Hopalong Cassidy stuff. All right. Man, that really goes back. Tom Mix, Hopalong Cassidy, early 40s, even before I was born. Roy Rogers, Dale Evans, good religionist man. Good, I bet you he was screwing around a lot. I think he was even, yeah, uh, I heard he was quick on the trigger. 1,213 votes on the poll. Now, what was Gene Autry's horse name? Roy Rogers' horse was Trigger. What was the Lone Ranger's horse's name? Silver. Very I mean, good. that's all part of the theme song, so that's easy. I know. But what about Gene Autry? I don't know. Remember Gene Autry? He owned the uh, California Angels before they became no. the Anaheim Angels. You didn't? You don't? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Get out of here. Don't give me this. You don't know Gene Autry from Gene Autry. That's bad. Well, I mean, I know Gene Autry. I've heard the name, but I don't know. Back the in the saddle again. You no, know Eddie Arnold. Eddie Arnold's dead, too. 1,216 votes. What's your take on sports? You see, there's one thing about getting old, man. There's some good things about it. First of all, you know, when you get old and tired, you're ready for the box. You know, just, just put me in a box already, you know. A nice long rest. Nobody bothers you. Nobody nags you. And then you got your mind is full of all, if you don't, you know, if you've got any kind of a memory at all, it's full of all these fantastic things and nobody's got any idea what you're talking about. Right. I, I think that's one of the real keys to the success of this show over the years. No, Most of the people haven't got any clue what I'm talking about. What? Including, <laughs> including me. What's your take on uh, Sports Talk Radio? Speaking of what the hell are they talking about? I, I know what they're talking about. 1,216 votes. I should have probably got my icy sleeve is what I should have gotten, you know, for this thing I got. Because mm -hmm. they got the icy patch and the icy sleeve. The patch. I listen to Sports Talk occasionally, 252. Yeah, they do have that, the icy sleeve patch. And if you got Roy's band, you can't believe where you stick it. I love it. Listen a lot to Sports Talk, 201. So you put those two together, you got 37.2%. It's run its course. Same old Schmidt, 194. Oh, a little goes a long way, 189. A little dab will do us. It's for sports nerds only, 159. I hate it like poison, 134. Like poison. I hate sports, 62. And I hate this pool, 25. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. You just hate people that use snappy openers for their show segments. Like that one to two hour. 
ask them. The Lone Ranger. With the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the led the fight for law and order in the early Western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a... you hear what he said? Nowhere. ...greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. I took your ass. See, a nice, a really nice loud fart would have been perfect at the end of that. But yeah, would have. Joyce would have been very upset about that. I don't got no Hoppy Cassidy. Sorry, Hoppy. That's as close as I could got. Although I did discover on this disc, I never played this before, I don't think. Folks, with this stethoscope, doctors can find out if you got a heartbeat. Bobby Deering in this. This is Doctor Jimmy Duran. He's saying if the doctors can't find your heartbeat, it's a catastrophe. And now I gotta go and use this stethoscope. To see if my agent has a heart. Oh, here, a uh, champion was the name of Gene Autry's horse. Thank you so much. Oh, what is that loud? Woo! Now, there's one of the great mysteries of all time, Jimmy Duran. Did he look good? No. Could he sing? No. Uh, he tinkled a little on the piano, but he wasn't much of a pianist. But uh, he sure made a lot of money out of nothing. you got to hand it to him. Uh, did he have a good uh, set of hair? No. No. Jimmy Duran, you remember him. <laughs> never saw him. I guarantee you one thing. you never seen him? You don't know what he looks old like? Old footage. Old like... Uh, oh, but well, you have seen him, though. You know, like... Um, yeah, yeah. With the big oh, schnoz. Like. Big schnoz and a bald head, always wearing yeah. a hat. And uh, yeah, gravel voice. Kind of like a, a white Louis Armstrong, without the hanky. The nation's largest beverage distributors have agreed to halt nearly all soda sales to public schools, according to a deal announced today by the Bill Clinton Foundation. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, Out I just, of a line you couldn't say? No, no, it had nothing to do with that. I was just, because I like uh, Clinton a lot, as everybody knows. But there are certain things, like his alliance with uh, the elder Bush really bothers the hell uh-huh. out of me. And this bothers me, too. It bothers me, Bubba. Under the agreement, the companies have agreed to sell only water, unsweetened juice, 
Unsweetened juice is like saying low-cal sugar. I mean, I, I don't know. And low-fat milks to elementary and middle school, said Jay Carson, a spokesman for former President Bill Clinton. Diet sodas will be sold only to high schools. <laughs> oh, man. Elementary, my dear Watson. Oh, that's Barry Watson. Oh. Cadbury Schweppes, Coca-Cola Company, PepsiCo, and the American Beverage Association have all signed on to the deal. Carson says, adding the companies serve the vast majority of schools. The American Beverage Association represents the majority of school vending bottlers, so I guess that takes care of that. They kind of got it bottled up. That business about unsweetened juice, that is such a farce and such a uh, lie, such a fraud. That, that's, that's like... So, uh, you understand with, that there's lots of... That's like of, day without immigrants. I beg your pardon? lots of sweetened juice, so it's like if you're going to have one, it's going to be the unsweetened. Would you listen to me? No, I know what you're saying. Fruit juice is, is already sweetened. It's like sugar water. But up until now, they sold fruit juice with added sugar, so it's even worse. Okay. Wouldn't it be better to have, like, diet sodas instead of unsweetened juice? That would make more sense, but uh, what do you know? See, first of all, it's just like milk. When something is pasteurized, it's like, it's like heated at a very high temperature. Whatever nutrients might have been in there in the first place, by the time you in, imbibe, it's gone. You follow what I'm saying? What are you saying? So the idea that they're getting any nutritional value from drinking that crap is, is bull, it's bull, man. It's bull what? BS. Bull milk? Bull milk. The deal follows a waiver regulation by school districts and state legislatures to cut back on student consumption of soda. Oh, my mom would have liked that. Quit drinking so much soda! <laughs> Amid reports of rising childhood obesity rates, soda's been a particular... Well, you know something? Just uh, out of protest... Oh, take a swig of mine, too. Take a diet, swig of my caffeine-free diet Pepsi, which I like a lot. Mine's and if Bill Clinton don't like it, too bad. He's a good one to talk, man, with that McDonald's puppet that he had. You know, he's mm. trying to do something good. I'll say that. He's doing a lot of good things, and he's working in Africa and uh, doing all kinds of good stuff. If you just stay away from Bush the Elder, though, and stay away from that Hillary. You know, I know you really don't want to think about it. I don't there's want to think about it. There's an article by the columnist Jeff Cohen, not to be confused with the Jeff Cohen that you knew. But I just put it on for tomorrow on our website about tired of the Bushes and the Clintons. I think he's got a point, you know. Uh, can't we find somebody new already? Uh, you know, we're not tired of Ted Kennedy yet because we like Ted, and he's basically the only one still alive anyway, except for some of the other underlings like Patrick. But uh, I, I would agree with that. I mean, Swillery, she leaves me limp, you know. She, she, she is so, so politically transparent that it's like looking through a pane of glass. She's a pain. Right. Even Bubba said that. And, and a death wish. I don't care what the poll numbers say. You really believe that? You don't think she could beat uh, Rudy Giuliani? John no. McCain with that puffy no. cheek? He's no. got a puffy cheek, no. you know. No, I don't And he's been think. sucking up no. to Bush lately a lot. No, no. I don't Death think. wish. Yeah. Even without Charles Bronson, man, the Democrats. Maybe they should run Charles Bronson. He could be like the mascot. You son of a bitch. Democratic death wish. 1,231 votes. I think we got a real shot at 1,300 or close to it today. If we get to 1,300, Josh gets a big fat raise. I think I think we just ought to start making things up and then tell management that well this is uh, you know this is the deal. Like what? You think that's a good idea? Making what up? Like 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 uh, oh, and Josh like both this. just got uh, uh, raised. I definitely right. think that's a good idea. Yeah, I got a and ride. Starting after the summertime, I, I work only like uh, through Monday through Thursday, and you do Friday, so I can have a three-day weekend every weekend. Nobody right. listens on Friday anyway. Everybody goes out of town. That sounds good. And then for doing that Friday, George gets triple his pay. That's right. Yeah, let's just start making it up. We can call it Fat Fridays and I'll smoke fatty. I like that. Smoke a big fat one on Friday. Sounds good to me. And if we'd have done it sooner, we could add Fat Rich on Fridays and Fat, but a little later. Damn. Sorry. WQAM, hello. 
You know, that sir, way... you're the problem with our society. Oh, stop, stop. Go away, go away, go back. Your boyfriend kick you out or what? Huh? Lost. Little, a little boy lost. Go stick your thumb in it and see what happens, okay? See what color it is when you pull it out of that plum. Plum. Purple? WDQ. No, that, he, that means he voted in Iraq. Hello? QAM. Yes, sir. Uh, I got uh, a liniment for uh, Neil. Think You're talking little, to him. Sports, this is me. It really works. What is it? Okay. Uh, you're talking to him. This is me. Oh, Neil. Not the MSO. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I've got uh, uh, a thing for your uh, aches and pains. It's called okay. Bigelow Oil. What is it? Bigelow Oil. Bigelow. Bigelow Oil, and they use it on horses, but people use it. Old, 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 old people like you and me. Right. And I bet you I could probably find some of that at Woodbine this afternoon. They probably all the horse, horsemen who got that Bigelow Oil. I got it in Davy. <laughs> Well, there you go. All the horse people, like I said. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. I wrote it down. Bigelow oil. Okay, thanks. So I got my mineral ice. I'll try that. And then my Bigelow oil. And probably by the time I finish mirroring all that, this will go away anyhow. I don't think I'm dying yet. But it sure is a pain in the neck. But but mostly in here. Mostly when I'm in this room, man. Oh, man. Get the creepy, crawly feeling like you're somehow connected to QAM. Probably some other. Oh, yeah. This is kind of cute. Where is it? Oh, Hi. My name's Dobie Gillis. Dobie! Oh, I know what you want to hear, because you claimed you never saw this, and probably uh, before you were born, if it ever played. There it is. The Nairobi Trio, baby. Ernie Kovacs show. No. was great. Died in a car crash. She was married to Edie Adams, who did the White Owl spots because she had to make some money to stay alive after he died. Ernie Kovacs, he was great. One of the real pioneers. I'm sure you're very... Con are you writing all this down? How did we get into this? You we started with Hopalong Cassidy somehow. Where did, oh, it had to do with Boyd, you know? I wonder if William Boyd was related to Tug Boyd from Rockingham Park. This is Neil Rogers. Or Bobby Huntress. This is 560. Or Alex Winger. Neil, God. You must be very, very quiet. When colds and allergies have your nasal passages feeling like a plugged-up rabbit hole, rabbit, well, reach for the double-barreled relief of Sudafud. Like a shotgun in pill form, Sudafud hunts down the toughest sinus problems. There you are. Take that congestion and that post-nasal drip. <laughs> so whether it's cold season, allergy season, or rabbit season, kill the rabbit, kill the rabbit. Reach for Sudafud. It'll blow away your wascally cold and allergy symptoms. Hey, uh, kids, what time is it? <laughs> well, that voice was sure like kind of going back and forth, wasn't it? So it does. Kind of hard to keep track. He's dead now, Bob Smith, Buffalo Bob. Well, anybody had the balls to admit he was from Buffalo. Only people I know who admit they're from Buffalo is Woody Graber and their close personal buddy, Fat Boy. 
How's he doing, by the way? I know he sure ain't selling the show now. What did we ever find out about that sales shakeup back there? We did not. I just see new people, but I don't know who's out. Maybe they just, you know, faded them out. You think? I don't know. What, what, what does that mean, faded them out? I just told them not to show up one day and uh, yeah. you know, never made any kind of an announcement or something. Well, let me know when you stop seeing certain people. All right. <laughs> oh. 1,247 votes on the poll, and it's kind of like a uh, mixed bag there. Sports talk radio is like, uh, I don't know. I mean, how many times can you say yeah. in a five-minute period? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's try it for the next five minutes. Yeah. Come on, Kelly, you can do it. 5670560. Oh, we got a bad story here. Speaking of bad health. So let's see, I got my Bigelow and I got my uh, Mineralize. I'm going to be smearing a lot of stuff. Maybe I should smear some of the machines over there, Woodbine. You think it would help? No. Smear some on the, uh, on the uh, button, on the, on the handle. Middle-aged white Americans are much sicker, much sicker than their counterparts in England, starting new research, uh, startling new research shows, despite U.S. health care spending per person that's more than double what England spends. A higher rate of, well, I bet you, though, if we compared teeth, though, Americans would beat the hell out of them Brits. When I'm, oh, God. Bad teeth and bad breath. A higher rate of Americans tested positive for diabetes and heart disease than the English. Americans also self-reported more diabetes, heart attacks, strokes, lung disease, and cancer. The gap between the countries holds true for educated and educated, rich and poor. I bet you the Queen's in pretty good health, that old bitch. At every point in this society, in the social hierarchy, there is more illness in the U.S. than in England, and the differences are really dramatic. The study co-author Dr. Michael Marmo, an epidemiologist at University College of London in England, be saying. The study appearing in today's Journal of the American Medical Association adds context to the already known fact that the U.S. spends more on health care than any other industrialized nation, yet trails in rankings of life expectancy. That's because everything that can, every, every, every dime that gets spent in this country, nine and a half cents is graft. The U.S. spends about 5200 bucks per person on health care, while England spends about half of that in adjusted dollars. Everybody should be discussing it. Why isn't the richest country in the world the healthiest country, Marmo says? It's something of a mystery, said Richard Sussman of the U.S. National Institute of Health, which helped fund the study. Something of a mystery. The researchers look for answers. Maybe we just don't get enough toad in the hole. The researchers looked for answers in the data, which came from government-sponsored health surveys. The research was supported by grants from government agencies in both countries. Or maybe we just don't get enough spotted... A U.S. researcher from the Rand Corporation was also on the team. Smoking rates are about the same on both sides of the pond. The English have a higher rate of heavy drinking. Wasn't I saying that just minutes ago? Yes, you did. But a higher percentage of Americans are obese. The researchers crunched numbers to create a hypothetical statistical world in which the English had American lifestyle risk factors, including being as fat as Americans, which they're not. In the model, researchers found Americans still would be sicker. Oh, brother. Aren't you sick of this? Totally. Here, I'm getting sick now. Only, only non-Hispanic whites were included in the study to eliminate the influence of racial disparities, so you're out. The researchers looked only at people ages 55 through 64, I just get in on that, and the average age of the samples was the same. Americans reported twice the rate of diabetes compared to the English, 12.5 versus 6%. For high blood pressure, 42% Americans, 34% for the Brits. Cancer showed up in 9.5% of Americans compared to 5.5% of English. Maybe they're not being bombarded by so many chemicals and additives and crap like the Americans are. Ah, they're no fun. The upper crust in both countries was healthier than middle class and low-income people in the same country, but richer Americans' health status resembled the health of the low-income British. Wow. Health experts have known the U.S. population is less healthy than that of other industrialized nations, according to several important measurements. U.S. life expectancy, for example, ranks behind that of about two dozen other countries. Some have believed the U.S. is lagged because it's more ethnically diverse uh, but this is a uh, new study showed that when minorities are removed from the equation, adjustments made to control for education and income, white people in England are still healthier than white people in the USA. Eh? 
As far as I know, this is the first study showing this, said Susan Minnick called the results surprising, shocking. Oh, my God. Earlier studies have shown the U.S. does a poorer job, a pee-poor job, than other industrialized countries at providing primary medical care to its citizens, especially to those with less education and income. Countries oriented toward providing good primary care basically do better in health, they said. Oh, there you go. That's why we're all sick. That's why every time you turn around, somebody's croaking. I'm dying over here. Just like that poor Louis Rukeyser, for Christ's sakes. 1,267 votes. Let's get a whole flurry of calls in here before Geldy comes on. 5670560. Oh, in fact, if we get enough calls, maybe we can keep them off the air. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Yeah, okay, good. That's it. That's a medley of your rebound. You know, once that delay catches up, man, in about five, ten minutes, then they're going to be smoking. You're going to be joining in? Oh, I don't need an excuse. Probably most of these people are in the big caravan to D.C. to go to the Marlins game in Washington tonight against the uh, Nats, wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah. WQAM, hello. 5670560. Oh, Let's see if we can keep this up till 2 o'clock. I, like I like the direction we're going in right now. Oh, yeah. Just like yesterday when the numbers came in. You know which direction we were going in? <laughs> oh. Whichever one is the closest to that bowl, that magic porcelain bus. WQAM, hello. Uh-oh. Look what just happened uh, on you, there. I heard you click oh, it. Oh, no. Nothing happened. Oh. Try it again like you mean it. No, no. It just came up and said, no, we're not connected anymore. Oh, boy. Uh, operation timed out on the uh, website. You know what that means. Well, what does that mean? We have no Internet connectivity, which means you won't be able to control the phone. Well, why don't you punch one up? See if, see if anything happens. QAM. Where is your material? I mean, you guys talk about the same thing. Rectum. 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 Bend over and you'll find it. Rectum. Okay. Yeah, pu keep punching them up. QAM. Hi, Leo. QAM. Hey, George, how you doing? I need to pick your new brain. Um, yeah, pick away, man. Pick it. That's what Wilson said. Pick it. I'm painting this house, and every time I walk by this stupid fish mounted on a wall, I hear this song, and I need you, I need you guys' expertise. Sing along. Here we go. That's not it. This is it. The stupid fish sings this. Yeah, talking heads, take me to the river. There you go. There you go, pal. Right. You got it. Go buy it. Sure as hell beats me. QAM. No, wait, wait a minute. Oh, oh, go ahead. One more. I'm alive. I'm dying over here. Good. <laughs> That's the best news we had all day. I think that was Bozo. It sounded like Bozo to me. Just clowning around. 26 after 1 at 560 QM. We got Geldy coming up. Eric Reed at 330 with uh, talking through his teeth about the Miami Heat. Hey, if you love voting like so many people in South Florida do, well, you can go out and waste a lot of money on a vote, and then you're in for a big headache, a whole series of them. Or do the smart thing and call Club Nautico at 1-800-VOTE-RENT-RIGHT-NOW. Why would you want to pay the expenses of owning a boat when you can rent run totally hassle-free? Join the club, Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You'll be amazed at just how easy it is. No docking costs, expensive upkeep insurance, or hurricane preparation, God forbid. That, of course, is... Oh, God! With a boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and affordable, too. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. No getting the boat ready. Club Nautico does it for you. No cleaning up, either. They do that for you, too. At Club Nautico, just hop on your boat, go out and have a great time. When you're done, pull into the dock, get off, and leave. Just walk away. It's that simple. Club Nautico. Just set it and forget it. 1-800-BOAT-RENT. From unlimited boating to pay-as-you-go small boats to yacht charters, all of these things, it's Club Nautico. They can handle it all for you. 
Call 1-800-VOTE-RENT and let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit your needs and your budget. Get on the water today with Club Nautico. 1-800-VOTE-RENT. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. All the crap you can unwrap. All the slime all the time. Oh, Hawaii at last. Now you can get a little piece of quiet. <laughs> What are you doing here in Honolulu? When I invited you here, I flew right over and dressed up like Connie Stevens. Just for you. Well, you're forcing me to do this. Hey, how about a nice Hawaiian punch? Sure. <laughs> One thirty-one at five sixty WQM. Twelve hundred and sixty-nine votes. We'll make that thirteen hundred easy today, huh? Josh gets the big raise starting next week. All right. Big uh, seven point eight earthquake in the uh, South Pacific, Tonga and Fiji and uh, whatever. Tonga. Ever uh, heard of Tonga? Yeah, I've heard of it. Never been there. Ever been there? Well, let's go. All right. See right now. It's a long way away, man. It's a long haul. New Army documents released by the ACLU. So what's the story? This phone is like uh, inoperative now. Oh no, it's back. QAM. Hello. Hey, Neil, good afternoon. Just wanted, yes, to let you know, just wanted to let you know that Fort Lauderdale is the best place on earth to live because of Sheriff Ken Jenny and the Broward Sheriff's Office. Yo! <laughs> oh, man. He must have got about half the shipment, that guy. It's nice to share. It sure is. Bring some over, okay? George will stay around late. He'll, he'll stick around special. The chef coat special. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Now, how did this just happen, that this thing came back on by us? Because it's uh, coming and going. Oh, it's coming and going. WQAM, like hello. Connection. QAM, talk fast. Or you watch back? Okay. Uh-huh. And line nine, here's Josh's line. QAM, Josh's line. <laughs> Even calling long distance on that line. What a rocket scientist, man. Of course, he's got the big bucks. He's got the heavy-duty cash. New Army documents released by the ACLU today reveal that Lieutenant General Ricardo Sanchez. Oh, speaking of Ricky Tiki Sanchez, we were just saying, I was saying before the show today, you notice how CNN, uh, they kept they kept burying him. First they had him on there in the morning, and people were like screaming, uh-huh. like, oh, are you crazy? And then they stuck him on there. They, they put him out there in the middle of the uh, hurricane, tried to get him drowned. That didn't work. Then they stuck him on some crap late at night, and then he just basically disappeared. Ricky Tiki. Anyway, uh, Lieutenant General Ricardo Sanchez ordered interrogators to go to the outer limits to get information from detainees. See, if I was really sharp, I would play the theme from the outer limits, which I do have it, but I'm not going to play it because I would put that disc on the flow. The documents also show that senior government officials were well aware of abuse in Iraq and Afghanistan before the Abu Ghraib scandal broke. When our leaders allow and even encourage abuse at the outer limits, America suffers, said Anthony Romero. I wonder if he's kin to Randy Romero, ACLU executive director. 
A nation that works to bring freedom and liberty to other parts of the world shouldn't stomach brutality and inhumanity within its ranks. This abuse of power was engineered and accepted at the highest levels of our government. What do you think that means, huh? I don't know. What does it mean? The ACLU said the document makes very clear that while President Bush uh, and uh, other officials assured the world that while what occurred at uh, Abu Ghraib was the work of a few bad apples, well, they were in the outer limits. The government knew that abuse was happening in numerous facilities in Iraq and Afghanistan. Of the 62 cases being investigated at the time, at least 26 involved detainee deaths. The paper outlined the status of the 62 investigations. Cases included assaults, punching, kicking, beatings, mock executions, sexual assault of a female detainee, threatening to kill an Iraqi child to send a message to other Iraqis, stripping detainees, beating them and shocking them with a blasting device, throwing rocks at handcuffed Iraqi children, choking detainees with knots of their scarves, and interrogations at gunpoint. I, I just don't understand why we didn't get that candy and flowers for our guys. Do you? They're just in great... Ungrateful bastards, schmata heads. Shame on you. Okay, that's enough. Who was that strange guy that was on Outer Limits? That was the uh, narrator? He was, oh, I don't he know. Was, he, no, he was in The Day of the World. Maybe he was just in a lot of the Oak episodes. Bridal, though. No, The Day of the World ended. Uh, he played Price? the Outer Space guy. No, not Vincent Price. Come on. You know the guy. The Very day, strange. The Day of the, the World narrow, The huh? Day the Earth Stood Still? That, that's what I just said. Michael Rennie? That's it. Now, did you know that? Did you look it up? No, I know Michael Rennie is the guy from The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's the guy, Michael Rennie. What the hell's wrong with you? Because of the Rocky Horror Picture Show lyrics. He was on Outer Limits a lot. Because he looked like uh, a spaceman. He was a tall man. Tall, very thin, very strange. He had the, mm -hmm. those eyes, you know. All six of them. 56705. Oh, he was maybe one of the original guys with the eyes. 5670560 oh, and pound 560. But I wish he did not have a David Cassidy blow-up doll. WQAM, hello. Not there. And here's the only other one. QAM. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Yes, sir. Listen, about your neck and shoulder pain. Yeah. Like, uh, don't rub it. Rubbing don't work. I'm going to give you the secret. It's inversion. Get yourself an inversion table. Go upside down. I'm telling you it works. I had the same thing. I'm well, what does that, what does that mean, go upside down? What, what does that mean? An inversion right? table. You, you know, you sit in it, you lean back, and you go over. But you don't have to go 90 degrees. You go like 45 degrees, and the pain is gone forever. How about 98 degrees? You can go that far, if you wish. I'm okay. at 75 degrees right now. Okay, thanks a lot, pal. He didn't get it. Yeah, you need it. He would know Nick Lachey from uh, Nick uh, Nolte. I don't like Nick Nolte, by the way. I don't know about you. I'm not, I just If I see a movie with him in it, I'd I move along. No, he's been in good movies in the past, but uh, Such not as for a long time. Um, what's the one with uh, Eddie Murphy? 48, 48 hours. hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I know it's not for you because you don't like black people. Well, now, what kind of a comment is that? Well, you don't like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I like seven. William, uh, what's his name was in that? Morgan Freeman, Fairchild. Yeah. 48 yeah. Hours was a very good movie. I, I think I've seen it. Comedy, violence, nudity. It was great. I think I, I think I actually seen it. for everyone. And he was also in a movie with Bette Midler. Oh, yeah. Down and Out in uh, Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. That, right, that was good. The, the first one was good, and then they kept making uh, sequels. Yeah, Bad idea. Bad they move. always do that. Bad move. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neely, would someone please make it, uh, get into Gelby's car and put some crazy glue on his seat so I have to listen to his whiny ass. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, you know, that's a good idea. Why don't you have Josh sneak out? You got a, you probably got a big tube, tube of crazy glue in there somewhere, or Elmer's, one of those. Super glue would be good. Oh, Boker just caught up with the delay. Yeah. Michael Rennie was on One Step Beyond, not The Outer Limits. Oh. And was he, was he like the host on that show or what? I don't know. In 30 seconds, we'll know. 
Seems to me I remember him at the beginning of one of those outer space, those space cadet shows, Michael yeah. Rennie. He was a very spacey kind of guy. Not, not as spacey as Kevin Spacey, and certainly not. Gabe. WQAM, hello. All QAM. the pasta for me. Uh, up, up. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes. Neil? Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? All right. You saw the game last night? What game was that? The heel. No, I saw a little bit of the, uh, the Flyers and the Sabres. I saw the Sabres kick Philly ass 7-1. I saw that. Uh, hey, George. Yeah, we don't care about your basketball crap, okay? Get lost, Julio. Get back on your inner tube, okay? Tube. Get lost. Sail away. Let's bring Alien back and ex exchange him for that punk. Shot a game last night. Shot a game last night. Bandwagon jumping phony piece of crap. Who the hell are you kidding, huh? Maybe he wants to elope with... Yeah. I'd get that icy sleeve right now. I want to tell you where to stick it, pal. Rectum. But you do whatever you want. Whatever makes you happy. What a jerk. See the game last night? I tell you, I wouldn't want... Even even though it, it really does look spectacular in HD, the NBA, uh, any basketball game, any live sporting event, but I, I would say that basketball, I, I don't know why, really. Baseball looks great in HD. Hockey is sensational. But basketball, even though I never watch it, That's in HD, man, it's, it's stellar. It's spectacular. It's because you don't like black people. Vic There's one or two white guys in there. Vic no, Perry. It, it wasn't me. You're confusing me with Josh Cordes, who said he was uh, glad that Steve Nash was going to be the MVP for the second year in a row because he's not glad to see a white guy get it. No, that was you, so now this is all not starting to make sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was me that said that. I wouldn't know Steve Nash from a Nash Rambler. How do you like that? But what does that have to do with Vic Perrin? Canadian. Good Canadian boy. With who? Vic Perrin was the narrator in the Outer Limits uh, opening theme. What does that have to do with uh, Michael Rennie? Well, because that's who you thought that was. But that you, voice. you just got to tell me the name of the other show. You're supposed to look that up and see who the narrator was. What was the name of the show? One Step Beyond. Well, he was the narrator on it. I'm, I'm telling you right now, man. If I'm lying, you're dying. No, that's that's the point. Well, what is the point? You thought Michael Rennie was on The Outer Limits, but he was on One Step that, Beyond. That's what I thought until uh, Chicken that corrected me, okay? Right. But now you're supposed to verify he was the narrator of the... Just because he said he was on it, okay, doesn't mean he was the narrator. This is true. I'll get the whole report. Get on it. 141, man. Speaking of being on it, Ow! he's on helium, and he'll be here at 2 o'clock. In fact, a friend of mine told me he heard him the uh, first time a few days ago, and he thought he was on uh, Remember I used to do the uh, helium balloon uh -huh. thing? Oh, yeah, that was fun. He said, I've never heard anybody who sounded so much like they were on helium. He's a gas, that guilty. You know, being outdoors in South Florida, you really need comfortable shoes. The only place you want to take your tootsies is brandy shoes in Pompano Beach because they got the unbeatable combination waiting for you. Kevin All the Conway. top brands. What is it? Kevin Conway was the control voice. Coach Conway? Right. Brandy's carries all the major brands like Floorshine, Echo, Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, New Balance. Don't interrupt me now. Or... I kick your ass. And tons of other name brands in all sizes for men and women. They even carry wide widths and hard-to-find sizes for those of you with out-of-this-world freaky feet. Brandy's uses the largest independent shoe retailer in South Florida. When you see the selection value you get at Brandy's, you'll see why I've been raving about them for years and years and years. In fact, when you talk to Arnie over there, he'll make damn sure that you get the right-fitting shoes for your feet at the right price every time. And all that to department stores where you have to wait forever to get any service, and they never have your size in stock anyway. The only thing they do at Brandy's is shoes, so don't worry about size or selection or service or price. Brandy's is absolutely unbeatable. Brandy Shoes, 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach, between Atlantic and Copas on the east side. You can't miss it. Brandy's open every day of the week, Monday through Saturdays till 9 and Sundays till 5. 
And this week, again, is a great time to buy men's rock ports at Brandy's. Save 10 to 20 bucks a pair in all great men's styles this week. So come, in, come into Brandy's for sure, or do your shoe shopping on their website at brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. For your next vacation, experience Mexico the way our people experience your country. Are we there yet, Dad? Almost, kids. Keep paddling. Sneak across the border to Mexico, and we'll cater to your every need. Hola, amigos. I don't understand. Anyway, we're here for the free medical care. Oh, and the doctors will need to speak English because we're too lazy to learn Spanish. Spanish. Hey, do you need a doctor? Yeah, I'm pregnant again with twins. <laughs> and if they're born here, they're automatically Mexican citizens. Then we can all become citizens. <laughs> they speak English in Mexican schools, right, Dad? Well, they better. <laughs> <laughs> this summer, make Mexico your very own. Kids, once I get my forged Mexican driver's license, we can buy a crappy Mexican car. Can you stop an American flag bumper? sticker on it? You're darn tootin'. We don't want to lose our identity. Mexico, <laughs> we cannot make you leave. You know, I don't want to say Miguel is incompetent, but you know what? What? He's incompetent. You know that CD that you told me, how many days ago did he claim he said he FedExed me that thing? I with don't the, know. the South Park thing with the uh, Oprah uh, version? Right, it was a couple days ago that he claimed that he sent it. Yeah. So. Well, how long does it take on FedEx? I, I send something before 6 o'clock at night. It gets there the next morning, every single time. Well, I'm sure that by sent it... Every uh, single time. When he says that he sent it, I'm sure that that means that he gave it to someone I to see. send. Well, let me just put it this way. Excuse me, but I do believe that sucks ass. Amen. Somebody faxes and says, one step beyond host is John Newland. I thought you just said that. No, I gave you the other host, the voice of control. Oh. And I was going to give you that, but then you said don't interrupt. So. Oh. Oh, don't interrupt. What, was I in the middle of a spot or something? Yeah, something like well, that. Well, don't interrupt, or... I think you asked. Cut the crap, man. Interrupt Geldy and tell him about one step beyond. It's right up his alley. I'm sure he's going to be talking about yeah. nonstop, over and over. Hey, how about those heat last night? Yeah. That's all they got going, man. See, it's pretty tough to be to have two sports stations when there's no sports going on. You got that series going on, which they tried damn well to uh, blow that thing, man. Losing to a girls team two games there in Chicago, getting blown out to one game real bad. And then you got the uh, Marlins, which nobody, and I do mean nobody, cares. You know, it, it's interesting to watch, like, about four seconds of a Marlin game on TV. Okay. Because you watch the people in the stands, and, of course, you can count them uh, individually if they would just scan back and show you, but they don't want to do that. And it, it's like they went to a Sunday picnic or something, you know. All they got to do is bring the ants. It's just, I don't know. There, there, there's no atmosphere there because everybody knows that this is a, this is a farce. This is a farce that they're putting on. Oh, but we want... And the fa if, if this station really agreed to pay them the full broad... And, and, of course, we have no way of knowing. But the full amount for the broadcast fees, well, we must be crazy. We need a group lobotomy. Well, we already know that. But, jeez. I mean, the product that they're putting out there... I mean, the amazing part is they're actually scoring some runs, Josh. Not really, but... What do you mean, not really? They're losing, like, 7-5 to five and 8-5, to five and they're scoring some runs. But no matter how many they score, they give up a whole bunch more. I mean, in the they grand scheme of it, they're, they're really not hitting, but, you know, just because every well, time we look, they, they lose they? the Marlins. Their fielding is crap, I'll tell you that. I think they got the worst fielding per uh, uh, percentage in the majors, don't they? I, I think I read that this morning. I'm not sure. Well, you better check it out, man. You Don't cut your ties with the Marlins now just because you got this big fat raise from uh, Clarabelle. I haven't. Well, I, in fact, I, let me put it to you this way. 
when you see the first paycheck that comes through with the whatever the adjusted amount is supposed to be, then then you start saying, okay, now things are hunky dory. You know, like Bob Schieffer would say, okie dokie. In other words, don't count your chickens before they lay a big fat one. Okay, it's just my advice. You do whatever you like. I, 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 I. thirteen hundred and three votes already. Look at that. Because you know George is getting pretty tired of having to like send you all these checks every couple of months. Getting really That's tired right. of it. That's what he told me. It was bad enough he was supporting Beaner Boy. That wasn't bad enough. We found under the overpass somewhere or over the underpass. God, where, where the hell did you find him? How <laughs> many times we have to tell the story? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know because I don't think I ever got a straight answer. I never even got a gay uh-huh. answer. No, I know you tune me out every time I talk, so why don't I just yeah, make something true. different up every time I tell it? Well, to make you. up a different story this time. All more right. entertaining. Well, there was a light in the sky, and, uh, and it turned out to be a spaceship <laughs> yeah. landing. Was and, Michael uh, Rennie right. narrating it? Yes. And, uh, yeah. and he came out holding uh, Michael Rennie's hand. Yeah, and uh, Michael Rennie said, "Hey, first I just uh, picked this guy up in Uranus. Would you give him a job somewhere?" And I said, "Yeah, Wreck sure. Him. Why not?" I'll tell you one thing: you make up any more stories like that. I kick your ass. Do I have time to read Maureen Dowd? It's not that long. I, I don't think I do. I'll save it for tomorrow. So it'll be on our website anyway. The captors become the captives. The ransom. Uh, the she says the invasion of Iraq has turned into the ransom of Red Chief. How about the ransom of Red Bull? In fact, isn't that those were the drinks that he was uh, pouring Red Bull and vodka in the movie uh, last night? Uh, the uh, Boogeyman. That's the way to go. Right. Yeah. Red Bull and vodka. Good stuff. And then uh, he opened up the door, and all of a sudden he was back in his house, and he freaked out that neighbor broad. And then uh, he went. They drove back to the motel, and sure enough, there were the two drinks untouched by human glands. <gasps> yeah, with the Boogeyman. All you kids out there, when you think the Boogeyman is under the bed or in a closet. Well, if you can get Tom Cruise and John Travolta to get out of there first, uh, just count to five. Just be very quiet and count to five. But what happens when you get to six? That, that, that was, you know, that was a pretty good line. Yeah, I remember that. I, I, about I all I remember. What, I don't care. Well, it, it wasn't what you call a memorable movie, but it was, it was okay. But the ending just—I mean, you talk about destroying. It was just uh, there was there was a lot of special effects and a lot of action and a lot of you talk about flickering of lights and but uh, and that was it. And then uh, he got rid of the boogeyman. We, I still don't know how, and I'm sure he's not going to you know, dig it up and watch it again, even though yeah. Barry Watson's in it. He's a fine young man. He's 32, by the way, Barry Watson. He survived Hodgkin's disease. Made a nice comeback, getting some parts in some really crappy movies. What were some of the other ones you told me he was in? Oh, uh, Fraternity Boys. is the only <laughs> Soror- yeah. Sorority Boys, that's what it was. Oh, I see. Where he was in drag the whole time. That's the only uh, other one that I can think of. I'll be, no, I'll you be told not, me one other one, I too. I the list. Well, you better go back oh. and Google it while I'm doing the spot. 153 at 560. Elementary, my dear Watson. You know, South Florida is famous for its trade shows, among many other things, of course. we got your boat shows and car shows and bridal shows and home shows, art fairs galore, and lots more. Now, if you're a trade show exhibitor, the only name you need to think about is PubSet. These are the people you ought to be talking to because PubSet creates the absolute top-of-the-line attention-grabbing steal customers from the competition trade show displays. Call 954-772-7275 right now. And PubSet will get you all set for success. When it comes to design, printing, posters, banners, especially trade show displays, PubSet's been doing their very best in town for over 14 years. Call 954-772-7275. Write it down for PubSet, 954-772-7275. From design to set up, PubSet can handle all your trade show needs. And rest assured that PubSet will separate you from the competition. Don't look second rate because you only get one chance to look great. Pubset's the smart way to go, and be sure you're going to come out on top. 954-772-7275 or online. It's pubsetsf.com. 
For top-notch design, trade show graphics, and displays, Pup said be the way to go. Look for my ugly, grotesque-ass picture on their building along Dixie Highway, just north of Commercial Boulevard. Call Pup said today, 954-772-7275. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. The dialogue on the TV show 24, it's not you. They mumble and whisper. The following takes place between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Jack, we've got a new lead on the Think Talk gas. What's that, Jack? I, I didn't get that. Why are you getting mad at me? I just can't. No, no, stop looking at me. I just can't understand you. 24. If your volume's not on 24, you can't hear poop. I'm not going to tell you anything, Jack Power. Understand what's happening is if you use your closed captioning. SAP button can't help you. No podemos buscar sin tocas. ¿Qué? No, no comprende. No te entiendo, Jack. Tenemos que buscar sin tocas. Ay, Dios mío. 24. Man, it'd be nice to hear what was actually happening, wouldn't it? Jack, I miss you. I love you. Huh? Chloe, what the hell is he saying? What do I know? Don't leave me alone. I got a push on my face. 24. On Fox. Bye, bye, bye.